Welcome back, everybody, to the Divine Council Podcast. This is episode 53, and uh, this is Monquay. And this is Stefan. And once again, we're back at it with episode 53 of the Divine Council Podcast. Um, how's it been for you, Stefan? I know we've been, we've been, um, you know, we've been away for about a week and a half, two weeks or so, trying to get the scheduling right. But how's it been since we've, uh, since episode 52 for you? Uh, it's, it's been, it's been going well for me with, um, with just the everyday routine of, uh, waking up probably, probably around like seven thirty, eight o'clock around that range and, uh, getting to work like, um, in my, in my living room, you know, just using my laptop and doing that until around six or seven, mo- uh, Monday through Friday. And this past weekend I worked the entire weekend so there was no days off and then this week was uh busy with us uh closing the the um the the books and other than that I've tried to find time to really just uh in my free time just catch up on again just like catch up on my my shows that I love to watch um, really haven't been gaming as much as I would like, but, you know, a lot of stuff has happened, you know, um, I, I started another podcast, you know, um, it's, uh, music, it's going to be, uh, completely just based off of music. Uh, that's from the roots to the top podcast. I started that with, um, a good, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Mook, you know, he has the don't bite your tongue podcast and I brought that idea to him because that was something that I, I had been wanting to do for a while because I, I saw that there was a, a niche that could be filled like I don't see I don't see a lot of uh, people that are trying to promote artists that are underground you know truly underground without any uh, industry connections so you what the basis of the podcast is is every week we'll be bringing like around five artists um each that are like underground maybe like a th- maybe less than like 50,000 followers you know um we're just f- trying to bring them you know shine light on them and you know and, and incorporate elements of what we think is popular what what we think artists should be um artists that we think deserve more shine you know, and trying to promote positive messages for the most part, you know, we still have some artists that, you know, um, you know, are, are about turning up and whatnot, you know, trying to have a variety of that. And then also we do another uh, side of the show where we just cover music news in general and just like music releases. Like we got, we got an episode coming up where we talking about uh, Tory Lanez and, that's definitely going to be one to tune into because I definitely, I definitely expressed how I felt about the situation. And honestly, dude, uh, well, you know what? I'll ask you, I'll ask you about that after you, you say what you've been up to. Okay. Um, for me, uh, yeah, just trying to get it, get through 2020. I, you know, I made that agreement for myself to where I wasn't really doing much besides just basically working, building my knowledge base and, and stacking my money, basically. So the only thing I'm doing is working and 
and coming back to my apartment or working and going home here and there. I'm not really even doing nothing, man. And it, you know, I'm, I've been trying to calculate in my head the last time I went out, like to like a bar or something. And I had went out, uh, went out during the daytime, like in I think July. One time when like went to like a day bar, it was like nobody out. This is like before they got heavy on like the restrictions and stuff, but it was you know, picking up in the middle of the summer. But you know, like besides that, like I haven't really done anything, you know. And I was thinking, I was like, man, this is gonna be. I was like, if this if this keeps continuing, like that's just probably gonna be an aspect of my life that's gonna take me a while to kind of get back into. And then, you know, I kind of look at it as it's kind of refreshing, man, because you know how you know before this, like. It's like right before this, we, we weren't really going out much, but we were still going out and stuff. And honestly, this pandemic, man, this this lockdown has had I, I've i looked at stuff from a different perspective, um, honestly. And, you know, that's one thing like the the the, the economics of what, what, I, what I support when I go out has become a lot more important to me. Uh, Cause you know I, I, I've been uh, through this lockdown. I've been going back looking at what we did through school, like how much money we spent. At, at, clearly, at clubs and bars that were prejudiced, thousands of dollars, bro. That's what I, know, would est- what I would estimate. Yeah, dude. And I've been I've been thinking about that throughout the summer. I'm thinking, man, if I would have been doing what I'm doing now back in the summer, I would not have basically been supporting a bunch of racists um, who, you know, you, man. We got stories for days about how we were treated as a uh, young quote-unquote black males out in eastern North Carolina who didn't have records, straight degrees, that just wanted to party. You know, they treat us like straight criminals out there. Um, yeah. And they see us every weekend. And, you know, I'm thinking that that shit, that, 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 that don't change anywhere, really. You know, that's everywhere. It's been like kind of like that in Raleigh. It was like that in Durham. Only place that wasn't that, that I feel like I, that's kind of chill is, is Chapel Hill. And, you know, even with that, I've had my own situation where I had somebody, like, I have weird situations out there. But anyway, yeah, you know, I've been been just in, still working and, you know, inside, just reflecting and just trying to just continue to just, you know, just go with the time. You know, I don't really have any energy to really want to do anything besides, you know, podcasts, stuff that's building my knowledge and stuff, you know, and working. Yeah. Um. So. Basically, that's it for me. Uh, I've been just working. Um, I do. I, I wanted to start my YouTube channel back up with the uh, uh, my gaming channel with SEA football, and I was going to incorporate one of the old Xbox games. But all I'm doing now is basically just recording, uh, capturing the content, and I'll get back to editing it later. Cause you know, it, I don't know. This idea, just trying to get back into stuff. I guess. It's just, you know, I feel like it's a more I, important shit. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, are you you still doing your your YouTube channel? It's been a while, man. It's been damn near like I stopped around like December or November, I think last year I stopped recording because it just wasn't getting sustainable with the podcast and with me working like nights and with how I was trying to like with how I was trying to do it. Like dog, it was a, it was about two months last year where like I was I didn't have a day off. Like it just I didn't have a day off because I didn't have the processing power. I don't have the processing power with how I was trying to record or trying to uh, capture those the game and the gameplay. I didn't have the processing power to do it efficiently. So 
what I would basically what I would end up be doing is like if I have four days off, I would take a literally it would take me a whole day to to capture three games because uh, of the processor power on my laptop. Then it would probably take me the whole next day to edit and then and you know uh, finally put them up on YouTube. Probably the next day and a half. So that's basically like three of my four days off right there. Where I'm talking about all day long. And it was getting so it was getting so hard to kind of get done that I would have to wake up early before work. Like I would get up at like four or or, or three, three, th- two or three hours before work to try to make sure that YouTube would allow. Because sometimes I would try to upload before I go to sleep, and then I would wake up before I go to work, and the damn like the YouTube studio glitched at like twenty minutes in, so it never downloaded or or, or something. And like I was trying to get shit out, but by Saturday morning, weekly. So, hell, if that happens Friday night, then basically that whole week's content is screwed. So, the way it, it was just not sustainable. So, I'm going to try something different this time to where it's not as time sustained because I just didn't really have the time for that. Um, and I'm, you know, I probably, I might get back into it. I think my, I think the podcast and others, like the other stuff is like just me reading and shit, that shit's more important right now. Like, I can play the game and just get back to that eventually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the other shit's more important, you know. But I, I I might get back into it. I've been, I already got it captured. I just ain't edited. Yeah. The, you know, bro, the editing sucks, bro. Like, that shit sucks. Yeah, man. Um, I just started editing um videos for that the other podcast that I do. And dude, like, Literally, I'm I'm gonna have to get an external hard drive because yeah. that shit. Because you know, I don't I don't want it. I don't want the the video to be like in fucking 360p or some shit. I at, yeah. le- I at least want it to be in 1080p. And think about that times uh, the episode. Mm-hmm. Think about that times the video being over an hour long. That's like over like four gigabytes most of the time. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to render the video. Then I have to convert it to an MP4 file so I can upload it to YouTube. So yeah, man, it, it's it. I, I definitely understand about editing, and I still don't understand how to really edit videos like that right now. So I'm 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 still learning, you know, as I go. But yeah, that video editing, bro, is a whole nother beast, bro. It's a whole because it's like it's a it's an additional layer. It's it's the visual. It's the additional layer on top of it. So not only does it have to, you know, do the audio, um, you know, audio streaming, uh, you know, get that, get that buffered up, but it's got to do the same thing for the, it's got to render the video. Um, and that shit, man, that rendering, goddamn, that shit is, that was the worst part. I think that the rendering and the p- uploading on the YouTube for me, yeah, that shit. Cause YouTube Studio, you know, they started they started getting glitchy with their studio. I think because people were making too much money off of it, so I think the smaller like they started getting glitchy with that YouTube Studio, which gets becomes a headache. Yeah, when I was with it, becomes a, it became a headache after a while. And um, the rendering, bro, like you literally like you got a lot better PC, you got a Mac, you got a lot better uh, processing power than I got. Um, but for anybody listening out there, there's trying to jump into like, you know, YouTube or anything video, visual, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, you got to invest, just invest, invest, because that's that, that process of power is going to be your, be what you need, like, I'm telling you right now, you, you you're better off, because I got a real good laptop, 
a real good laptop for day-to-day use. Um, I'll get the name probably the next podcast. I don't feel like getting up or getting a box, but it's like an HP uh, double. It's like a dual two-way tablet and, and a PC, but you know, you need like a desktop. Like you need some, you need like a, a, a tower. Like you need a, 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 you know, a whole desktop for, or for, for more pleasant, more efficient uh, editing for, for video, I believe. I mean, that's where anything, that's an investing in yourself if you're serious about it. Um, so yeah, that shit ain't no joke. Uh, ain't no joke at all. Well, you, well, you know, um, which is leading into like, I, I guess we could talk about this first. Um, I was thinking since we're, we're starting to move forward and, uh, I guess like stuff opening up, you know, uh, the governor in our state, uh, Roy Cooper, he just announced that we're going to move into phase three of, uh, starting October 2nd at 5 p.m. And it's going to continue for three weeks until uh, October 23rd. And the the thing is, I wanted to ask, you know, like moving forward, because, you know, that I'm seeing cases, they're saying this cases are spiking up again, like in Europe and whatnot. And But then again, there's places where they're saying, you know, the, the cases are, the numbers are going down. So it's, it's conflicting information. I was thinking, you know, we could get to the point to where, like, with this podcast, you know, we could have visuals, but maybe we could meet up at, like, a a central location and have video with it, you know? Because I look at a lot of of, uh, podcasts on YouTube, and, you know, they be going to, like, studios and recording and stuff. So I think it would be cool to do that, you know? to have like professional equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we we episode fifty. I was thinking about that too. I'm thinking like we episode fifty three. I was really thinking this is the perfect time to kind of segue into like changing it up a little bit or adding, you know, just just adding more to it. Right, right. Um, and it's interesting that you said that it's opening back up October second because my mom was talking to me this morning how uh, I guess it's a retrograde for Saturn that. It's ending the end of the night of the 29th. So, and Saturn is on uh, is over our restrictions, over our restrictions and scheduling and 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 uh basically our reality and time and shit. So a lot of these the mass mandates, a lot of this stuff you can notice it comes, it came at a time when when it had something to do with Saturn astrologically most of the time. But when it's in retrograde, it's more powerful. Yeah. So I find that. We, right when you said that, because right before we got on onto the podcast, I looked at, I finally read the message because I've been asleep all day, and um, I was like, "Damn, okay." And when you said that, man, that, that lines up perfectly with 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 that. Us going into phase three on October second, because the full moon is October first. Yeah, tomorrow, which is uh my my dad's uh, birthday, so you know, happy birthday to my dad. You know, I'm gonna go home this weekend. Happy birthday. Um. But I was gonna read. I was gonna read the the provisions that go into it, just so anybody that wanted to know uh, can know, and we can talk about it or delve into it a little more. So the first thing is, is that now that we're gonna move into phase three on Friday, um, it says large outdoor venues with seating greater than ten thousand may operate with seven percent occupancy for spectators. Uh, smaller outdoor in- entertainment venues like arenas or amphitheaters 
may operate outdoors at 30% of outdoor capacity or 100 guests, whichever is less. Movie theaters and conference centers may open indoor spaces to 30% of capacity or 100 guests, whichever is less. You're going to keep hearing that 30% and 100 get or 100 guests. Bars may operate outdoors at 30%, you know, or 100 guests. Amusement parks op- may open at 30%. Outdoor attractions only. Uh, the limits on mass gatherings will remain at 25 indoors, 12 or 25 people indoors and 50 people outdoors. And also there's an, the 11 p.m. curfew on alcohol sales for in-person consumption and locations such as restaurants and outdoor bars will be extended to October 23rd. Uh, state and public health officials will continue watching the key COVID-19 trends over the next several weeks to determine if any further restrictions can be eased when the current executive order expires October 23rd. So you get the gist of this, you know, pretty much all the major places, you know, are opening back up again at 30% capacity. My favorite place, which is the movie theater is going to reopen at 30% capacity um bars you know what i'm saying bars are reopening but the thing is is that you know you can only be outside which i mean it's i guess it's pretty i mean that's for now it's not bad you know since it's just the beginning of fall and it feels pretty good outside you know um shit amusement parks are reopened so you know we're, we're starting to get things back i guess <clears throat> get things back on track you know with uh the economy and uh yeah i just wanted to get your thoughts on that um you know first thing i would say I, for me personally i know i feel like the last couple months i've taken a, a step back on a lot of my uh what it was a lot of the news that i try to keep up with with uh the situation at hand um, just because I feel like, it, especially in the middle of the summer, like especially like July, July, August, well, I, I, that's around the time when I start disconnecting from it. Really around <laughs> June, July, I started disconnecting because, man, it started getting, it started for me personally getting to the point where it was becoming more confusing and more, I felt like more misinformation. And I felt like I was better off not to pay attention to it because I noticed I was paying more attention to it and, um, you know, emotionally getting too attached to it. Um, you know, I don't... Arguing, arguing, getting in arguments with, this, with people about this virus is moot at this point. Because, um, you know, we all should have... With the level of, of fuckery that we had to deal with, with the uh, incompetence that we all had to deal with. This is what I was saying. This is the only thing I was saying at the very beginning of the, or not at the very beginning, yeah, of this shit. What I foresaw was it's going to be so much misinformation and and division that it's just going to divide us. And that's the last thing that we got to fight through that shit because at the end of the day, we're the ones being affected by it. Rick Cooper ain't being affected by this shit. This governor's not really being affected by this shit. The, 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 the higher ups aren't, it's us. So I was, you know, preaching. I'm still doing it. I'm still preaching my best for us to just follow, fight through this shit. Even though they reopen this stuff back up, you really still need to follow those restrictions or still not really go out like that at all. 
because we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Me personally, I think, I really think, the, I think this this winner is going to be one to remember. I'm talking about this winter. Like if we have a if we have a winter with like last, I don't think it really snowed like that last winter. If we have a winter where it's, it's the weather's pretty is pretty okay, that's like December, early December. You know, it might be closed back down, but January is going to be crazy. That's right around the corner. That's right around the corner. I'm prom. I promise you, January like it's going. This winter going to be crazy. If the weather hold up when it finally fully get open back up. Because it's the reason why this shit is like it is, why we have these restrictions and why we have any spikes. All of this shit is connected to astrological. So really, nothing they can tell you, only thing they're really telling you in the news and a lot of these sources I realize is it's confirming it, but at the same time, it's, it's other shit. It's other shit with it, you know. It's other shit with it that I think is that they don't need to cover, you know. Right. Talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, talking about, oh, um, just just the way they just the way the media covers it is more fear in it. Um, but you know, with the opening back up, still be on the lookout for you know it's, it getting odd right before the election. I still think you know they're starting this up spike talk now because I still always felt like right before the election they were probably um, they're gonna probably go back to like it was in like April, like legit real shit. Y'all remember April? For me, it was cool because I was, you know, essential or whatever. But April, you know, you couldn't do shit. It shut the lockdown at like six, seven. You know, I remember that. Yeah. That's still a possibility. And that's why I think that they're talking about these up spikes because Saturn hasn't been retrograde the last five months. Um, I, I'm gonna, I need to pull up my live practice shirt to talk about the actual astrological component. But basically, I think it's supposed to go back retrograde again. But I think that's like in like December, November, December. Basically, it's a lot of the components, a lot of the alignments that we've had that throughout the summer are supposed to end briefly, I believe, for like the next month. But then I think around like right after the election, they're going to come back. So before I said, I feel like right after the election, it disappeared. I do think this would just disappear. Um, but I don't think it's going to be right after the election. In fact, I think probably the month of November might be ass. That might be the worst month of the year. And I think Trump may win. Um, and it's going to be probably the, that second spike may be that month of November, but like December and December, but January, I, I think it's going to be different. Um, basically all I'm saying is just, just you, we made it this far. Keep doing what you're doing, but really understand, you know, don't really fall too much into this opening up shit. Don't really fall, because even though it's opening back up, that nigga Pluto's still on our ass. And Pluto controls, you know, back, bacteria, viruses, and and forcing change in a society through through that. So you gotta understand there's still a pandemic going on. Uh, just just continue to do what you what you've done, you know, to get to this point. We've all done our, you know, we've all done what we gotta do. We we've made it here, you know. But it's not over yet, you know, so. Yeah, the second wave, and I've been seeing uh, scientists saying there could be over, like, 100,000 deaths or uh, yeah. before the end of the year or whatnot. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely something to keep in mind that, you know, we're still, this is still an ongoing thing and that, you know, stuff opening back up is is good, you know, but 
definitely you should be very cautious of going to these places like myself like i'm still probably going to be very uh you know uh restrictive of where i go and whatnot but Still going to go outside, too, at the same time, you know. Still going to go for walks and jogs and stuff like that. But um, I wanted to say I think it would be a good, you know, a good segue to go into that debate, man, that happened last night since you brought Before we go there, let me add one more thing to what you just said. About the, about the, the I think it's going to add a, add a little bit more to what we were talking about with the, with the situation. The last month or so in the hospital, um, I like to kind of give y'all updates about how it is in the hospital because I think that that really, really matters. I will say the last month, uh, it's like when they put that mask mandate in place, it actually did the opposite of what I said. I thought when they put the, put the mask mandate in, the alcohol mandate, these, these other, these mandates in place, what I thought was going to happen was the media was going to report that the cases were dropping but the actual hospital numbers were increasing. Well, ironically, it was the opposite. This is where I'm confused. Uh, this, I'm, at this, I'm at the point now where I'm like, bro, I don't know what the fuck going on. Basically, the last month, we ain't had, we had like one, no more than two CV patients. It's got to the point where it's like, we don't even like, we had literally changed our whole unit. Like, we changed our whole unit and shit. Like, we had added different positions and stuff because the care of a coronavirus patient is like, dog, that shit's heavy. It's, it's ridiculous. It's unreal. Y'all got to wear hazmats? Wow. Okay. So, let me break it down. You got to wear shoe covers. You got to wear uh, what they call a papper, which is a uh, particulate aerosol. I forgot what the P stands for. Respirator. It's basically like that. It look. It's even. It's, it, it looks like the spacesuit. It's like some shit that you would see. It's the shit that you saw they them wearing when they had Ebola patients. Okay. How them niggas look? How them niggas look when they had Ebola? When they had that whole white suit on? It's not like we, I have. I've had to wear that before. The but the, the spacesuit. They call it the spacesuit. Um, but we had to wear like a gown, individual gown, shoe cover, the papper, which is like a helmet with a machine strapped to your waist, and what it does is the machine filters out the air around you by going by, like it's got vents on the side of the machines and it uh, sucks in the air around you, filters that shit out, pushes it through, uh, uh, pushes it through a um, tube that's connected to your helmet that's, you know, around your neck. It's basically covering your whole head. Like it's covering 75% of your head, but it's covering like your whole face basically. Yeah. And it's filtering the air around you and giving you air through that helmet. That doesn't have anything that doesn't have those particulates in it. So, like, if the patient shit, you can still smell like you can still smell stool. So, obviously, like those stool particles are too big to uh, to be filtered out. So, you, some shit is getting in, but the the deadly shit is like the small the small shit, like like corona like the uh, CV part particulates. It filters all that out. And what's funny, I actually got into a, I had some real bad drama at work. And you know me, I ain't no hoe. I had some real bad drama at work with one of my managers back in uh, February and March when it first popped off. Because I was off the whole month of February taking care of my mom. I came back March. And when I came back March, I had to float, right? This is when we had to, we got a coronavirus unit. They made a new unit. And 
right before I left, they was having, they was trying to get all the males to cut their beards and stuff. I wasn't having that shit. You know, I wasn't having that. Right. Because I, I know I've always used the Papper helmet because of tuberculosis patients. I, like before they used to always laugh, they would be like, oh, you got to use a spacesuit or whatever. But nigga, I know that's like a damn $4,000 machine, dog. Yeah, I'm looking at and the what prices. It does, I'm looking at the prices of these. Yes. They're not cheap, I'm gonna tell you, cheap at all, man. None of them. That right there, dog. That right there, it, it filters the air around you. It filters the air around Like, you can't get no safer than that. So, for, so from the beginning, I knew that. I knew that because I've been, because I got a big beard. I've been using the pepper since I became a, since I've been a nurse, I had a beard. So, I've been, if you got any type of beard, you can have like a uh, mustache, but you can't have a goatee. Um, you got any type of beard, you can't use the N95 mask. So I always use the paper, and I've always been using it with no problem. And I sweat, uh, so I never like using the N95 because it's, it's too tight on my face, and I can't breathe and shit. So, boom. I knew that I was only going to go through this virus with, with the motherfucking paper and these and the wipes, the Oxivir wipes that kills everything it kills everything in like two minutes. Yeah. I had got an argument with my manager because she told me to go cut my beard. Bro, you know how that went. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that went. So basically, long story short, she went around the corner and got me a paper helmet. And this is what I was saying going back to how they changed the unit. Um, I, in about two months, next thing I know, it was mandatory for all staff to wear paper helmets because people were getting that shit. Like on the on the coronavirus unit, they were getting it wearing them little N95 masks. Yeah, because that's what I was telling. Them. I was like, that shit ain't doing nothing. I was like, I mean, the N95 mask is better to wear if you are a regular citizen, not in day to day. But when you're in healthcare, if you got a choice, I'm telling you, if you're listening in this and you're in healthcare, I mean, it's late now. But if, if this shit happens again, because I'm gonna tell you, I'm I, at 30, I'm done with work. I'm about to be done with this nursing shit. But if you're gonna be in this healthcare shit. You better ask them to get a goddamn paper. Or in, I think it's an N100. Because the N100 is like a mask that covers your whole face, but it's got the vents on the mask. So it's the same as the N95, except for it's not, it's not electronically powered. You take care of your damn self. That's what gets you through this shit. Now, you a regular Joe, I, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that serious though, where you have to get on that level. To go buy a four thousand dollar paper machine, because I, you know, I don't think it's that serious. But yeah, sorry for the rambling. But to add that on, um, the last month and a half, the last about month and a half, it's like we haven't had but like one coronavirus patient, and the last two three weeks we hadn't had a single one. And I've been finding it kind of odd that they've been the media has been reporting. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting. This actually went better, better than I thought." Because they're saying that we're having all these deaths. Yet in the hospital, it's not really like that. I find that interesting, man. I just, I find it's, it's been like this all year. It's like it's just been the opposite. The, and inside the hospital, it's been the opposite. When it's been the deadliest, I don't think the media has talked about it the way they, they've said it's it's kind of stagnated. But yet. On a fifteen bed unit with the designated coronavirus unit on our on our own unit, which is the ICU, we would be sitting in there with 10, 11 coronavirus patients. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And and one hospital in the in the state capital. So, you know, we're not we're we're like the smallest hospital in Raleigh. But we're a stroke center. So 
You know, it's big hospitals up here. But yeah, I wanted to add that. I wanted to add that just to give everyone a perspective on, you know, kind of how it's going the last month. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely important because a lot of people aren't privy to that that information and, you know, they aren't on the, the front lines, you know, like healthcare workers are. So they get to see this on a daily basis and, you know, everything isn't as it seems um, compared to what uh, the, the media is saying about the numbers and whatnot. But, um, yeah, so... Back to what I was going to uh, go into, well, segue into, was the the debate that took place last night. Um, I caught some of this because I was randomly, I was randomly just on on YouTube, um, and the algorithm just recommended me just you know random shit, and I just saw a stream of. Uh, I think it was uh, Odell Beckham. He was like playing Call of Duty or whatever. And I was just like, for whatever reason, I just clicked on it. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I was just thinking, I'm like, damn. So niggas must be really bored just getting on COD. And he was playing yeah. He was playing with some of the, the best COD players in the world. And he was holding his own. Because I had seen a stream before. There was a stream he did the night, the night before. It was on my recommended. So I checked it out. And he was trash. Looked like he was high in the video and shit in the live stream. <laughs> and people were saying he needed to hide his map or because uh, people were stream sniping. But yeah. then, then this uh, yesterday, it's like he just completely changed. Like he was focused and shit out. He was going in and he was going and he was playing with those dudes that were like pros. And they were just the first game. He They played a uh, triple or uh, it was three of them. And they won that shit, and it was crazy because I was thinking about the the game, the Warzone game. I was like, yo, that shit do look fun. Like, I, I tried it a little bit, but I didn't have any teammates when I tried it. It looks fun with teammates, and he was just, like, sniping and shit. So I got caught up watching that, and then I was looking at the chat, and they were saying that the the debate was on. They, they were saying that it was comedy and shit. So I was looking on social media. I got on Twitter. And like the first thing, or one of the first things I seen from the debate was uh, when uh, Joe Biden was like, uh, "So yeah, this uh, this clown. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this this person, uh, yeah, won't let me get a word in." I was like, "What the fuck?" I started rolling. So I, I turn I turn on the debate, and it's like these two dudes is like they're fucking like childish, bro. I was like, bro, like. The moderator couldn't control the conversation at all, and it's his name, uh, Chris Wallace. He couldn't control the conversation, and it's like Biden. I was like, damn, it's, it's looking like Biden is one step away from a pacemaker, and then you got Trump over here who's just like he's just trolling the entire time. Like it got to the point where uh, <laughs> Trump brought up Biden's son that was on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> And Biden was like, he wanted to rock him. Like, he's he like, hey, that's my son that you're talking about. And he started listening to his credentials and shit. And Biden and, uh, and uh, Trump was like, yeah, wasn't he on Coke? Like, I was like, bro. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was like, bro, he about to make, yo, Biden like, he want to beat his ass. Like, bro, I was like, yo. That, that the only thing I saw, I saw the one where it was, it was a clip where 
I didn't watch it. I did see where somebody had shared on Twitter a clip where Vine that said something about him being smart or something, and Trump cut him off and told him not to ever use the word smart <laughs> himself in the same sentence. Bro, I started dying. I started, and the way Trump did it was so fucking crazy. I was like, dog, this motherfucker is a savage high key. Like, really, he is. And that's what everybody was saying in the comments. It was Bro, so funny. Man. I mean, it, it's hilarious, man. It, it like I'm just looking at it. I'm like, bro, like is this shit even are they serious? Like this is supposed to be the first debate. And it's like they just taking personal shots at each other the entire time. Like, you know, um Biden Biden calling uh like I was saying, Biden calling him a, a, a clown and Trump, you know, making fun of his, his son for his cocaine use and shit and and uh <laughs> Then the the moderator was trying to get Trump to be serious. He's like, "All right, Trump, will you deny? Will you publicly denounce white supremacy?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah." He's like, "All right, say it." Like, and then Biden was like, "You can hear Biden in the background because the camera was panned to Trump." He's like, "Say it." He's like, "What do you want me to say?" You know, the Trump he was trolling. He's like, "What do you want me to say? Give me a word." He's like, "Give me a word." He's like, and the moderator was like, "Proud boy." So he was like. Yeah, he was like, um, he said, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. And a lot of people took that as like, oh, okay. So he's he's uh he's not really denouncing it. He's just trying to, you know, he he's letting them know, hey, you guys, we need you to we need y'all to back off a little bit, you know. I'm I gotta I gotta stay in control of this, but hey, I'm not abandoning you guys, so just stay by, you know, for support, uh whatever. Uh, a lot of the left wing People online were saying that they were, you know, they're like, you know, Trump was just, he wouldn't really denounce white supremacy and he was just like trolling. And they were brought, they brought up, uh, they brought up him only paying like $750 in taxes in like 2016, 2017. And he's like, nah, he's like, that's wrong. He's like, I paid, he's like, I paid uh, thousands thousands. And then Biden was like, well, let us see it. Then he's like, yeah, uh, Trump was like, you will, you will. You know, you'll you'll see it. Uh, and he was just like, it's just the entire time. It's like Trump wasn't taking it seriously at all. Like he was just like trolling. And Biden was like, you could tell Biden was getting rattled, especially when he Bro, brought up, his, especially when he brought up his son. Because I was like, all right, I was like, damn, I didn't think Trump was going to go that low. Uh, but then, then again, this dude is Trump, and he looked like he he hurt Biden with that one because Biden looked like he was about to break character for a second. I wanted to add something about what you were saying about the taxes, and I wanted to add this perspective. Um, I know we're we're regular people. Most people listening to this are regular people, more than likely. Uh, we all pay our shit a ton in taxes. It's criminal, but. I started to really think about, okay, so what if Trump really paid $750 in taxes and he's a billionaire? I started to really think about it like this. Him as a person, as an individual, how can I be mad at that? He's doing exactly what I shouldn't be doing. Paying fucking tax. The taxes is the problem. Instead of us getting mad that other individuals aren't paying taxes, why are we why aren't we mad that we are paying taxes in the first fucking place? That's the mind fuck behind it. It ain't the fact that he only that he's a billionaire and he only pays $750 in taxes. That's not how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it as 
Why the fuck am I paying taxes still? Because think about it like this. In a way, if we push for like, because, man, we still young. I was, this is what I was thinking about, especially with this cryptocurrency uh, tsunami on the horizon. I was like, if we push for legislation to tax these motherfuckers, and us still being young, we don't know where we, we will be at at seven. We might be asking for legislation right now that then might be detrimental. And in a sense, we already know that paying taxes is criminal. Like, there's no way around that. It's criminal. We pay taxes, but look at our roads. We pay taxes, but look at our hospitals. I work for Duke, and we have broken... Shit is broken. Shit is broken, my G. Even in Duke, make $10 billion a year as a health system, as a university, a health system. I'm, what I'm saying is, that's how I looked at it, you know, and I want people to think about that. Yeah, I'm not mad when, because... Here's the thing, though, with that. Uh, when they brought that up, uh, Trump was pretty much saying, look, he's like, yeah, I pay taxes. Um, he said he's paid thousands of dollars in taxes in, in those years or whatever. And he was saying he, t- he used the system like you're supposed to use it because he was saying that, you know, when president when Obama was president, he got um, he got a loan through Obama to build his Trump Hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue in D.C. The bill out. Yeah, he got money from him. And then he was also talking about, you know, there's ways. He was like, I learned how to he's like, I'm a smart I'm a businessman. He's like, I know the law. He's like, I learned, and I'm paraphrasing. He and he was like, I learned the law. I learned how to maneuver it to work in my favor. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to find ways to you're supposed to find loopholes to where you can get more, you know, so you can win, you know, have uh less pay less in taxes and stuff. He's like, I did it the right. He's like, I did it the way that the law says you can do it or whatever. Um and people coming at uh I'm speaking in, like I'm in Trump's uh position and people coming at me when all I did was just play the system the way it's supposed to work. You know, so I definitely see I, I definitely can see what you're you're saying. I think it's just a lot of people at the end of the day, they just don't like who Trump is as a person or how he portrays himself. So to and and his handling of a lot of things, specifically the pandemic. Um, so that's I, the problem. I think that's what it comes down to is, you know, a lot of people are, are just angry about that, his handling of it. And I just wanted to bring it back to, I'm reading an article, I'm looking at an article from uh, NPR right now. And they're saying as of today, well, as of now, 200, 000, more than 200,000 Americans have died from CV. And they're spiking in some parts of the country again. But I guess in Florida they're not because they reopened everything. But um, I, I also see that uh, where Biden he brought up Trump's tactic. He he said you know he panicked or he j- just looked at the stock market one of the two because guess what? And this is what you were saying earlier. He was like a lot of people died and a lot more are going to die unless he gets a lot smarter, a lot quicker. And then Trump was like, "Did you use the word smart?" Yeah. You, gra- you graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. And, and he said he used the wrong, he said he used the, the wrong, he named the wrong university that he graduated from. 
Yeah, I think I think Joe Biden. I mean, I think Joe Biden might have some fucking early onset dementia or something like. Cause he when he's up there, he couldn't even stay on tracks half the time. He was stuttering and shit, and uh, Trump was like getting on him about that. Like you know, he's stuttering, and the moderator was like, "No, Joe, this is what I just asked. Can you answer the question?" Cause it's like he was rambling. <laughs> It's like he was rambling and shit. Uh, so man, this this fucking debate was a fucking disaster, though. It, it, it just was like some circus shit. Like I, I don't even want to see anymore because I all, that's all I need to see. Like I was like, okay, this is what it is. And then they're gonna have the the vice president um, debate come up next or whatever. And it, it was just for show, man. It was just for show. That's all it was, you know, just trying to distract. At the end of the day, because well, they weren't really talking about shit. To be honest, they it was just some bullshit. You know, they just were taking shots at each other. They weren't answering the questions, and I'm I'm curious to see if they uh if they prance Carmela Harris out there with uh, some Timberlands on again <laughs> or, or a Birkin nah, bag. She had, or... she had some fucking lugs on. Those won't even. T- <laughs> oh, that's even crazier. Some lugs. That's the original uh, shit. Really, if you want to be technical, at one point lugs that was our shit. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like I'm, I'm. That's I'm, you know they gonna she gonna come out. She gonna have some Gucci, something crazy. She said, two, she said Tupac is the best rapper alive." <laughs> she said that recently in an interview. I'm tired of the bullshit. Get the fuck out of here with the fuck shit. Now at my work, they got people walking around with Black Lives Matter pins, and I realize it's gonna get this shit is gonna get to the point where I'm not gonna wear that pin. And somebody gonna ask me why I'm not wearing that pin, and I'm gonna have to break that break their ass down and make somebody mad. Yeah, I'm, it's getting to that point. Yeah, but it's getting I to mean, that look, point, we, bro. We talked about it several times, though. Black Black Lives Matter is not a black owned organization. It's ran by extreme left, uh, extreme radicals. Like it is, because if you look at it. When I went to the protest all the way back in June, they were tying in a lot of the stuff uh, about, you know, racial injustice with uh, like transgenders, oh, yes. uh, gets, uh, gay agendas and shit. And I saw right through it. I was like, you know, I already knew. I already knew what this shit was. But you know what? I wanted to see it firsthand. I was like, it, they, exactly. they tying it in. You can look online. Exactly. They got they got like the LGBT flag mixed in with the Black Lives Matter fist. It's a big ass psyop. And first, of all, let me break it down to you. You're not black. If you really look up what black means, it's a it's a it's a legal definition. It's a legal uh, classification, and it basically means it's 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 a type of people in the uh, in a society, specifically in the United States. Black is a definition and a definition of a people. It has nothing to do with your skin color. What they did was they classified us, the Indians, uh, which Indian was, you know, the, the originals, the Atakan, indigenous, whatever you want to call. What we've been going through is reclassification, 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 reclassification. But what they've done, this was the ultimate reclassification because what's really going on is basically... I think the world ended in 2012. Their world ended in 2012. And, you know, these new millennials and, and, and Gen Zs, us, the generation, our generation and the younger ones, we some real ones that then came back in this bitch. And we reaching the ages where we tapping into astrology, we tapping into the ancient occult 
<clears throat> sciences just living, just sitting in the living room. And, you know, just sitting in the living room and shit. But yeah, we we taking this energy, we taking that radiation and we taking that shit to work and to, to the grocery store and shit. So we done fucked this shit up, basically. We done fucked that shit up. So what they did with Obama was, you know, create, well, you know, Black Lives Matter shit's connected with the, the Democratic Party, Soros and all that shit. What they did was they created the Black Lives Matter Party to basically use our energy to gain Enter to gain energy for their ultimate agenda, which is the pedophilia and uh, uh and homosexuality and the transsexuality. It ain't nothing about black people per se. Because remember, you got to look at black as a definition. So when you look at Black Lives Matter in 2020, at some point, this organization was created with an original message to get you know the current black people of that time, which happened to be people that look black with darker skin, the copper colored people to get, you know, us bought in to this system, which is ultimately you're going to end. You're basically, you're basically supporting the murder of your own people. Cause remember reclass, some reclassification had to happen here recently and pedophilia against your own people, transsexuality within your own community, homosexuality, really what's going on, all the shit, the protests and then all this bullshit that's going on now is because of that. Shit. So, this is why at work you can see people wear Black Lives Matter pins because what they're saying, they're talking about the new black. The new black is the new population that they say are being are experiencing the most prejudice and the, and the most the most uh, injustices, which they define as transsexuals, homosexuals, and soon to be soon to be pedophiles. So really understand what you're doing. Understand what's going on. Open your mind up. Understand the knowledge. Because <laughs> that Black Lives Matter shit is some bullshit. It was it was never uh it was never an organization to to uplift uh people against like racial injustice and uh po- police brutality. It was always an organization meant to bring these alternative lifestyle agendas to the mainstream and to gain more of a, a base for um for for campaigns and uh and for elections and stuff. This is what it comes down to because again I look at the the protests I was at and how they were incorporating that, you know, the LGBTQ and in, into the to the movement. And you know, they kept saying, you know, Black Lives Matter and stuff. We were like, you know, uh Channing, uh, Channing and stuff, Channing Black Lives Matter or whatever. And then people were like, and then they were like, you know, nah, we got to incorporate all Black Lives Matter. You know, all but so so subconsciously, they want, they're, they're getting people to submit to that idea of, well, you know, we got to incorporate everybody that is quote unquote Black. You know, it doesn't matter their sexuality or their sexual, you know, uh, or what they they you know whatever they do behind doors and shit you know we got to incorporate all that so they slip in that LGBTQ plus uh, organization and they they it's becoming more of a norm for certain things to come into play such as you see that movie Cuties on Netflix with those girls those underage girls that are twerking and on the cover art 
of the movie, it's the girls twerking in little booty shorts and stuff. They're like 11, 12 years old. And you see the camera pan in that shot. And it's nothing full of, it's full of uh, adult males, most predominantly. And predominantly are white males at that. So, you know, this Black Lives Matter movement, it's a scam. And, you know, the sooner people realize, the sooner more people realize that, the better at the end of the day. Uh, Because it's not, they're not really trying to help at the end of the day. They want to push their agendas, a lot of them with these alternative lifestyle agendas to the mainstream and put the real shit, bury that, you know, keep using our tears to power their uh, movement. And what I want to add, see, this is the problem with the with what's been going on. What This is why I've been preaching against this inclusion and, and this bullshit. And, you know, I'm going to hurt some feelings, but feelings have to be hurt because people got to understand where we're at in our nation as as United States. You go around, you, I go, I'm on YouTube comments, different forum boards, just looking at how people are, com- how they are talking about the United States and how we're the laughing stock. And it started to become full circle. I understand that what's been going on is a systematic destruction of the, of, of our country. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to sound like a patriot, but I want you to understand that that is just a small, small but big aspect of an overall system of literally destroying our country. Think about it. Like, people don't understand how close we are to being sold to China, like, how close we are to being like this shit is this shit is about to change. And when you really look at what's been going on, definitely in our lifetime, definitely the last 50 years, the destruction of the dollar, um, you know, these these uh wars and and how they've been basically like supporting other countries financially and basically rigging other elections, rigging our own elections. It's like they've had their hands in other shit, building other countries up, propping other countries up, while at the same time selling our own country out in preparation for something. And it seems like they were planning on, and they they may still be planning on, like, basically selling our country, dog. I think in the next 10 to 15 years, it's not going to look nowhere near like what we think. You know, I think it's going to get real. It's going to get real. But yet, you know, now you have a country that has no true patriotism, because you have to have so you have to have some spirit of the nation that you live in. You have a country that lives within its own borders and hates itself. And on top of that, they're all gay. So now just imagine if China or Russia wanted to come and invade us. And these niggas is talking about some bullshit, talking about safe zones and shit. You see where we're going with this? You see why they want to get our... The reason why certain presidents want to take our guns away is so we can be invaded. This is why... You got to understand that the, the our Bill of Rights is actually a beautiful thing when followed correctly. If we go back to a constitutional republic, strict constitutional republic, this is the it gives the citizens the ultimate power. When your citizens are armed, who gives a damn if China has, you know, two billion people? It don't matter. We got a government, and we got individual citizens that's got ARs are strapped to the team, my my nigga. That's the whole point of arming your citizens so you can defend against, so you you can, it's like you, it, it already basically adds, like that's the ultimate protection of your country. So basically what we've been witnessing is the, the systematic destruction of our country that I think eventually sell us out. 
because you got to understand, this is our land. These niggas literally, their whole objective was to come over here to our land, bastardize everything, which they've done. And the ultimate bastardization of the culture is this transsexuality, this homosexuality that they push. This this gives you a, a sign of where we're at. Like, we're, we're, we're near the end of something. We're near the end of something. When they even, even in the, in the book, it says, when you start seeing, you know, pedophilia being put out in the open, when you start seeing homosexuality being normalized, really think about it. That means it is the end of something, period. That is the sign of an end of something. What can get worse than that? When now, we, literally, we have the homosexual, we have this shit out in the open. The book says that is the end of something. We're in the end of something. That don't mean that's negative, because really, it means it's actually positive for us, because it's the end of, we're getting close to the end of this, of this demonic shit that we've had to deal with. But it's going to get bad before it gets worse. And that's what's going on now. We in it. We here now. So, and you got to understand, too, they already added the pedophilia to it. Because when you say LGBTQ+, plus, really, you gotta, you're got you not abbreviating the plus. You're abbreviating everything but it's the plus. A, it's, already, it's already included with the term pansexuality. Because pansexuality they, is somebody that is attracted to any and everything. So, and when they add the plus, that's adding pansexuality, pedophilia, that's adding everything else to it. And if you look at it, it's a P for plus. Yeah. <laughs> really? Dog, like, this shit really popping off. Like, for real, this shit ain't no play play. L- LGBTQP, LGBTQ plus. Come on, bro. Yeah. It's there. So just understand where we at. We had the comment neo lines. Anytime we have a comp dog, I've been I've been doing a lot of I was doing research all day on the comment of the great comment of 1811 and what that entailed and, and how basically that probably was the last great reset that we had. But anyway, we could talk about it another time. Just look at where we at. And um yeah, I think well, we just basically seeing the systematic destruction of our country. And I think about like um Wait, where you say we're, it feels like you know we're coming to the close, like to the end of something. I'm thinking about when uh, Trump has said publicly with the elections coming up that if he loses, he's not going to accept the results. Yeah. So he's not. No peaceful transfer of power. So the more I think about that and the more I think about him, you know, uh, referencing his proud boys and telling them to stand by and shit is, is the more I think about his violence coming, you know, that if he loses at the end of the day. But um, to my to my uh, my point or my opinion, I still see him. Even with everything. He's uh he's been doing recently and saying I still see him winning at the end of the day. Oh um, uh, yeah, landslide. I, I just do, I just do. But you know, I was talking with somebody in the barbershop last week about it, and he was saying, well, right now Biden has more electoral votes than Trump, and that's what it's going to come down to, which is the electoral votes, um, and. It's gonna come down to election night, I think. <laughs> I th- well, see, 
it, I mean, the, the, but at the end of the day, it's like people don't I, people don't realize that the voting that you do does not matter because it's the electoral college that decides the president, not the people. And I think a lot of people fail to realize that. But because going back to 2016, uh, Hillary had the popular vote. She had she won over Trump with the popular the amount of votes and just people voting in general. But she lost with the electoral votes and Trump was announced president. So that's something definitely to keep in mind and definitely to keep in mind with uh, the swing states such as Ohio. Uh, I think we're a swing state, you know, very red state. Texas, you know, just to name a few. I think Florida is a swing state as well. These are very important because of the amount of electoral votes they have. Also, California. So that's something if he was to lose any of those states, especially like uh, Ohio, he's definitely going to he'll lose the election. But that's to you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when when that time comes. But um, I wanted to also ask you. There, there's been a lot of stuff going on with the, the Breonna Taylor situation. Uh, and it was just recently announced that the cops, there was like a cop charge in the case, but he wasn't charged at in uh, the shooting of Breonna Taylor. He was charged in of uh, shooting in the vicinity. I wanted to look up the actual, the actual, um, the actual charges because, people, think- because, the, because Louisville, they shut down the city of Louisville before they even announced that, they shut down everything in the city because they. I mean, this is this is all. I mean, it's all planned. It's all planned. At the end of the day, they shut it all down, put up all these barricades and stuff because they knew they weren't going to prosecute the officers in that and the killing of uh, Breonna Taylor. They knew they weren't going to do it, so they knew there was going to be public outrage, which there is, um, especially in Louisville. I look at. The videos there you know the, the protesters already got trucks pulled up with all these protesters uh posters and shit and all this stuff and then there was cops sh- uh getting shot or whatever allegedly a cop got shot by a protester but then i seen somewhere that the cop shot himself so it's a lot of bullshit going on with it it's a lot of bullshit surrounding this case and you know she just you know, it's a shame. It's a shame that what happened to her because the more I look into this case, it's confusing because the person that Brianna that that they were really looking for really is not. It shouldn't have been Brianna because the person that they were looking for was her ex boyfriend, who was a drug dealer, and she had moved on from that situation to a new situation with this guy that wasn't a drug dealer, they bust into his house with a no-knock warrant. What the fuck you expect somebody to do if they busting into your house? Are you not going to shoot? I guarantee you, if I got my gun, I'm fucking shooting off rip. I don't give a damn about the laws in this state. I'm going to protect me and mine at the end of the day. So they're saying that he shot first, but uh, that's what the cops are saying, but the but the, her boyfriend, um, 
was saying that they shot at him first, so he just, in self-defense, shot back. And somehow, they missed him entirely and shot Brianna, if I'm not mistaken, six times. So, there's a lot of bullshit going on with this case because they still have not... As of, as of today, I don't think they released the body cam footage, or or even if they had the body cam, if they had their body cams on, I'm not sure. Um, but it's a it's some bullshit, bro. It's some bullshit at the end of the day. Um, specifically with them not even charging the the cop. Like, let me see what they charged the cop. His name is his name is uh, Brett Hankinson. Brett Hankinson was fired from, this is from CNN, Brett Hankinson was fired from the Louisville Metro Police Department in June for his actions during the raid on Taylor's apartment. Hankinson's lawyer asked the judge to let Hankinson keep his gun because he has seen death threats online. The judge did not grant the request. Uh, No officer who took part in the March 13th raid is charged for Taylor's actual killing. A grand jury instead leveled three counts of felony wanton endangerment against the ex-detective for blindly firing 10 shots into Taylor's home, State Attorney General Daniel Cameron said last week. Um, Though two Louisville police officers were shot during the first night of protests at Cameron's announcement, Mayor Greg Fisher said Monday he is ending the city's curfew following several days of peaceful demonstrations now the hankinson guy again that was fired he got three felony counts for endangering the three people in the name he got charged three felony counts not for shooting at brianna but for shooting for endangering three people in the fuck the neighboring apartment according to cameron's office which further alleges Hankinson demonstrated extreme indifference to human life. There is no conclusive evidence that any bullets fired from Detective Hankinson's weapon struck Miss Taylor, the statement said. So here you got this bullshit going on where the guy who shot literally into her apartment and they don't know or not, they, they're not saying whether or not he's the one that killed her his bullets killed her but he shot multiple they said in addition to the 10 shots Hank he shot 10 rounds uh but also the other cops two cops Madeline and Detective Miles Cosgrove they fired 22 rounds six of which struck Taylor Cameron said explaining their use of force was justified because Walker fired first that's what they keep going at and look and and here's another thing her boyfriend Initially was charged with attempted murder and assault, but now his charges are were dropped. And uh, oh yeah, the big this is the big um, the big fact right here. Her family was just awarded twelve million dollars. So what is that? What is that at the end of the day? To me, that sounds like. Just another. That sounds like a. That sounds like hush money to me. At the end of the day, just we're gonna sweep this under the rug. You know, there's gonna be public outcry for a week or two, but the family is gonna call for peace 
and to let bygones be got bygones. You take this money and you shut your mouth. That's what it sounds like to me. But this whole case was some bullshit to begin with, man. Like it just this stuff is just not adding up. And um yeah, man, I just wanted to get your just wanted to get your take on this. All right. I'll say this. Uh, and this is going to rub some people the wrong way that's listening to this, but you know, I'm not here to care about your feelings. You got to understand what the fuck going on. That's the problem is people's emotions is too caught up in this shit. They're not thinking. Um, It's Hollywood at play. We've been through this before with Trayvon Martin, Orlando Castillo, uh, Scott, was it Scott? Walter, Walter Scott, Michael Brown. Brown, we've been through this before. If you don't really understand what's going on at this point, man, I don't know what to tell you. Basically, I'm looking at this shit as a big ass. I mean, I'm looking at this shit on a on a on a multiple on a on a big, bigger level. You are too. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna talk about the specifics of the case. First, I'm gonna say that the case don't matter because don't like it, don't none of this really matter because it's not really real. And I'm gonna I'm gonna break that down. I'm gonna break down why this shit ain't why this shit is not real. It's like Hollywood. It's like a script at play. It's the same overall script, regardless of race. It's the same overall art type of a of, of, a, of a script that's at play to basically play a part of a bigger bigger ritual. Because it's all about how us as the original people feel. If our energy is fucked up. They can siphon off of their energy and do what they want to do because don't nothing move without us on a, on a deep level, on a deep level, like on, a, on an energetic level. Don't nothing move without us. This is why you see our people getting sacrificed at certain times and it seems like it's clusters of it. You seeing people get, seem like people getting gunned down when me or you don't know nobody personally that's having problems like this with the police. Let's be real, bro. Let's be real. Even us, per- me, me personally, man. Like, I don't even have no problem with the police like that. Yeah. Niggas. Yeah. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's get real with this shit. I don't even know. I know one I know one young black male that got gunned down by the police my whole life. And that was when Obama was in office. And that's when the shit was really first popping off. And I'm not saying it's not happening. Yes, yes, get it right. I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm just saying that. You know, I'm saying a lot of it ain't happening. I'm saying a lot of these murders aren't even really happening. You know, this is why everything's ambiguous. Even the guy that got killed in, in um, not in Minnesota, the guy that got Washington, killed in um, Kenosha, Washington. D- yeah, George, yeah. George Floyd. Not George Floyd, the one that got shot trying to break up the fight. And they were saying he uh, got shot at close. Oh, you're talking about um, he didn't die. That was he didn't die though. He didn't die. He, he got paralyzed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob Blake. It, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Because we are Jacob. You got to remember, we are Jacob, and we going through Jacob's trouble. You know, this is we. This is what's kind of ending right now. It may be ending or it may be beginning, but the significance of that ritual is that we are Jacob. If you look at the definition of Jacob, we are Jacob, the black quote unquote black man. It's rituals. It's rituals that from the names to the numbers to the to the amounts that settled to. To the to the to the um 
years that, that some may get. Like, all of it's rituals on a higher level. And see, 2020 ain't no joke. We've been getting hit with this type of shit because they've been trying to hit us with the hardest rituals that they can hit us with because it's over for them. So the best thing that we can do is to not try to get the last thing and the best thing for us to really do. And the reason why we've gotten to this point is because we've been slowly disconnecting from the bullshit. I'm glad you understand that. I know you understand that specifically what you saying already poking holes in the case. Whereas if this is Trayvon Martin, it took us eight years to poke holes in that bullshit. <laughs> With this shit, we poking holes in this shit right away. We're not paying it, and they know that shit. So they're going to hit us with something. Yeah, I already know that. Yeah, we, I mean, like you're saying, me and you, and there's some other people, they understand what this is. It's a, it's another psyop at the end of the day. You know, yep. um, somebody organized this to be this way because too much, none of it, none of it makes sense. Like, why would they not have their body cams on? Why would they? Why would they just randomly? Oh, oh, he shot at them, so they're gonna shoot twenty-two rounds. Like that, why twenty-two rounds? It doesn't make any. It don't make it twenty-two rounds. It's all numbers. Like nu- the numerology behind it, the gematria behind it. It's all. If you look into gematria, then you'll understand what I'm saying. But it's, they covering all sides. It was, so why does every every victim twelve million dollars? Like yeah. Why does every victim and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that as well because it ain't just it ain't just play play it's got it's got a lot to do with your status and your citizenship and the census but um a lot of like they, they cover both sides why why are these victims even even the ones that's underage why is it why are they why do they portray them as being ambiguous oh he was underage but he had his hoodie on and he looked like he or he, he I guess he stole candy from a store. What does that got to do with this nigga just getting gun? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, she was she she was an EMT, but she was a possibly a drug dealer, or she dated a drug dealer. Like right. they covering all sides. It's a ritual. It's a ritual. These people may not even they may be in on it. We already see Trayvon Martin died. He's already a, he's already taking pictures in the Masonic lodges. And understand this: the the Mason the Masonry that's not no play play. They have control down to the city level. They have to, that shit ain't no play play, bro. You might think that they not controlling shit, but they controlling shit down to the city level. So, yeah, that's some real shit. Understand me. Trust me. Understand me about that. So, we seeing pictures of his dad taking pictures in a You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I'm, I'm talking about real deep ritual type pictures and shit. So just understand what's going on. We are—they have infiltrated this shit down to a T. They gotta remain empowered by any means. They will try to remain in power through any means, and you know that's what I got to say about it. And the reason why they got here's why they—that was the first thing. The first two things I noticed, and we know we've been—we able to see this shit from the start. The first thing was I noticed that they reported on putting in the curfew and shutting the city down before they had a verdict. That was already off rip. I knew that it was going to be some bullshit. Second was the fact that the, the family settled. When have you ever seen somebody settle so quick? Right. And right. Before, criminal before charges were before they even announced um, if they were going to charge them or not. Like that is okay. That's ridiculous. It's okay. And then we're going to connect that with the fact that they didn't charge the police officer. 
Yeah. With actually with actually, killing her. Yep. Yeah. Open your mind, quote unquote, black man and black woman. Understand they can't charge the police officer for killing somebody who doesn't exist. They can't bring they can't bring criminal criminal charges against a, a police officer who's who, who quote unquote kills somebody who doesn't have any rights and doesn't exist. They they can't hide it no more. Understand what's going on. They can't charge you for killing somebody who through law is black who through law doesn't exist and doesn't have rights. Understand that. So why are you mad? This is why. They can't hide it no more. This is what's been going on, bro. It's got to do with your paperwork as well. Your paperwork matters, but it's, it, it, I mean, it's not the only thing that matters, but it matters. So the reason why they, they, they settled that quick is because it ain't even going to be criminal charges, bro. They can't, they can't charge those, those police officers criminally. More than likely, Breonna Taylor was classified as black. So if, when they get down to it, they're using the law. It's a ritual. They let you know this is another way of letting them know that you don't even exist in they in they in they goddamn society. They always, but if you really they always get the same actor too, Benjamin Crump, to be the same attorney. one. Be the attorney. I, yep, same one. Understand. So, but what I'm trying to tell you is just understand what's in what matters. The the, the thing that the what you got to get out of this case is your citizenship, the law behind the case, because it's they're telling they're showing you how they work, how they use the law to their advantage. And this is a civil trial. They went to us. This is why they got $12 million. They ain't even tried them as criminals because they can't try them police officers as criminals because more than likely, Breonna Taylor, her classification, if she existed, first off, I'll say if she existed. Me personally, I'm going to say that because I don't know her. I've never, like, if she existed. Her, more than likely, her paperwork was fucked up and they're using the law to their advantage. This is, see, this is where they're showing you. So, that's why he got charged with the Montana endangerment for shooting at the white neighbor who, through their law, is a citizen. See, a lot of, people don't, a lot of people don't look at it this deep. That's the... <laughs> no, nigga, we fucking with Satan, my nigga. We're not fucking with... We're not, we're not fucking with no hick. We fucking with motherfuckers that's got... In, these motherfuckers got cosmic intelligence. We, You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. think it's play play. But see, niggas that's got... The niggas that understand that it's... Niggas, we have the ultimate intelligence once you tapped in. They can't go beyond your shit. The only thing they can do is try to match it, but they can only match it for so long. So don't get in fear that they these niggas, they, they deep like that. They are deep like that. They are deep like that. You know, I was talking to my dad about how deep the, this, this shit gets with the, with the indigenous shit and with us being the natives. And, you know, he, couldn't, he just sat there and couldn't say shit for like 10 minutes. But this goes back to shamans and chiefs and and you know ancient orders of, of of our societies. It's people within every society that's meant to deal with that type of shit. They're they're the shamans, though. That's why you went to the shaman. He's able to tap in to the other levels of intelligence to be able to you know bring the knowledge and shit back to the people. Don't we? it ain't meant for everybody to look at like that and understand. Just play your play your part. Just understand this shit ain't no play play. <laughs> Just understand this shit ain't no play play. But, you know, I'm going to wrap my saying up. Basically, pay attention to it, but don't emotionally get, don't emotionally buy into it. Understand that, you know, you live in a society that's your, or it's on your land, but you always would never matter in their eyes. That's not going to change it until you do something about it. So one court, one 
one person that they're trying to show you who getting gunned down, who probably ain't this shit probably is literally a Hollywood script on every level, shouldn't affect you on a day-to-day basis to where you know it throws your energy off. You already should have an understanding that you don't you're not welcome in their society, which is on your land. No matter what they show you, no matter what they do, you should already understand that. So why are you getting upset? It's because they're showing you another person who got gunned down, who once again, it may be not even be real. That's the one thing I want you to follow, you know, the, the takeaway from that. And the second thing is we got to get real about our tribe, our, our nation, our, our paperwork and, and, and the law behind this shit. Um, you know, that's the significance behind them talking about the Supreme Court justices now and shit. Like, it's deep. We in some deep times. Yeah. So just work on that. I'm at the point, like, it's like, I don't even feel, I, even when shit gets back to the point of being open where people are, you know, just out, out and about at night, you know, late hours and shit. It's like, it's like I don't even know if I want to go back to being that same person again. Like yeah. I don't I've been sober for the past couple of weeks like completely without like drinking and shit. Like I got alcohol, but it's just like I took a sip of it like a couple of weeks ago and I couldn't even finish like one cup. It's just like I don't want to do it no more. Like you know, it's like I'm at the point it's like I just don't I just don't care, bro. I tried to play I tried to play the game today. It was my first time trying to play in like fucking five days it's like i just logged in like five minutes later log right back out it's like so i don't care about this shit yeah. you know i went and bought the fucking hebrew alphabet book today my my barber he put me onto that book he's reading it learning deciphering the, the hebrew alphabet and the not so much information within each letter and i'm about to read through that book and shit it's like this this is more what I'm focused on moving forward, this, you know, learning more just about the world and about me, myself and my people and stuff. And also putting more into like podcasts, the podcast and stuff, you know, and to put out the right messages and stuff like that. That's what I'm looking forward to moving forward, man. This other shit, like just the shit we were doing beforehand and stuff like it's it's gotten old, man. I just want to do something else now. I want to move forward, you know. Dog, we breaking through. We break because I'm I'm glad you said that because I just bought a book. I spent a little buck on it too by Manly P. Hall called uh, "The Secret Teachings of All Ages," and it goes into like Russian Crucian, Egyptian. It goes into all kinds of shit, but you know, beyond that, same here. Like here recently, man, I just been focusing on like reading. Like I've been wanting to read more, doing a lot more research, like reading PDFs and, and doing research and shit. Um, and we're breaking through. What I really think is happening is the we're going through another vibration, like a vibration is increasing. That's why I said earlier in the episode, like I don't even know if it's going to, I'm not saying I'm not going to go out, but I, I'm thinking, you know, if, once it opens back up, I still think it's going to take me a while to want to go out because I feel like I've found the shit I'm doing now is is just better for me mentally and physically, you know? Like, right, right. Those those waking up being fucking hammered still when you wake up and shit, it's just like and your body fucked up like for the next couple of days, if not longer and shit. It's not even really worth it, bro. Like the bad eating food, you know, shit like that. It's not even, 
It's not even worth it, bro. It's like, why? Why are we doing this shit for it, bro? Like, and, and you, you take like 10 steps forward, forward during the week. You work out, eat right. You done went to work, probably done read a couple research. Just to come to Friday and Saturday to basically take 25 steps back to basically try to re, redo it all on Sunday and the next week. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I started to see why now, right before this, this shit popped off, I started to see why now when we would go out, I would just like either leave early or just not want to go out. Or even when I would be out, I would even with all that pussy around, I would be bored as fuck. Because I've seen you do that so many times, bro. Like you've always been like an individual in that regard. Like you'll be times where you literally don't drink or do any or smoke or nothing. Like you just be sober. You be the only one sober. Or you'll be like, no, nah, I'm about to leave. Or you'd be like, no, nah, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to just do my own thing tonight. You know, even when we pregame, you but you listen to your own music. Like you got your own headphones on. Like, you know, you already you already in your own bubble and shit. And it's like everybody else is trying to fit into somebody else's bubble. You know? And what people gonna start to see, bro, this and what's gonna happen, this this goes back to the Aquarian shit. When we come together, we're gonna to come together as an individual. That's the whole point behind that shit. So when we when we start to come together now, it's not gonna be. It's literally now people are gonna be able to be able to like express themselves. Like it's gonna be a better. It's gonna be a better uh, interaction with people. It's not gonna be meaningless. Like shit is not gonna be like I feel like a lot of shit is mean. Like that's why I used to be in be in the club, and I'm like, bro, this shit is meaningless. Yeah. What the fuck am I getting out of this shit? That's all I, can I could do be it. at home right now, looking at a podcast, watching YouTube. You know, hell, you know, chilling. Hit, I can hit a bitch up and have her come over instead of me being right. out wasting my fucking money. Look, you know, possibly having to beat somebody fucking ass, get jump, get my ass beat. Some like you know what I mean. I started to really think about that shit, bro. And on top of the fact that, dog, this cryptocurrency shit, I ain't got no time to be spending a fucking penny, my nigga. I, 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 bruh, I can take $2 and buy a hundred goddamn tokens of a cryptocurrency that's like damn a, a half of a cent right now. Like, fuck a beer. I can, I can chill on that shit. Fuck a goddamn, nah, bruh. Hell no, bruh. We got different meanings and shit. We breaking through. Yeah. The vibrations increasing. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think I think it's important, bro. Like we've reached a a point of no return. Um, specifically, like this pandemic, man. I think it's opened the eyes of a lot of people that think in a similar mindset as we do. You know, to there's more than just the same old routine. You know, work through the week and uh, blow all that, blow all your earnings away on the weekend, and just repeat that cycle until you die. You know, or you get married and or have kids and shit like that. You know, it, it it's more to it, man. And that's why I be thinking to myself, it's like, damn, bro. It's like I, it's like I had to get away from doing that because it's like the cycle of just going, getting up, and you know, mind you, we not even like in the same city. I'll either either I'll go most of the time. I'm either going driving an hour out, two hours out at the time. And then having to, you know, get fucked up, fade or whatever for the next couple of days, drinking the entire fucking day, smoking sometimes, you know, and um, 
then having to get up Sunday and try to recover and then Monday just act like, you know, nothing happened, reset, and try to get back mm-hmm. right only to do it all over again. And it's like, bruh, it's like, it's not... I can't, I can't keep doing it, man. I just can't. I just, my mind is different now. It's like, I just can't keep doing that. Um, even with, even if like, you know, stuff opens back up, it's like, if I do go out, it's like, I don't see myself getting drunk like that again, like ever. Like I might have a drink or two here and there, but I might be just one of the niggas that's just like drinking water you know what i'm saying like not even really trying to hit up clubs i like just going to lounges and shit like just chilling like lounges. i don't really care about getting fucked up no more like i've done that so many times it's just like it's it's pointless you know just to get fucked up and then be fucking hung over the next day and shit it's just like what what's the fucking point bro you know just like you said it's just a waste of money we got different priorities we're in a different uh stage in our life right now so so yeah you about to see hella uh hella weed parlors and like lounges pop up. That's gonna be the new wave, y'all. Watch, watch. That's gonna be the new wave. All, and I, I always too. Even when I was back in college, I always preferred going out high instead of drunk. Like yep. I never give. I really never cared about drinking like that. So this weed and I'm 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 I was seeing the other day where they said I think in Detroit. Or somewhere in Michigan, I think it was in Detroit. They legalized uh, magic mushrooms. We in this bitch, dog. We are in this bitch. It's about to be the norm, like that. Like it's, it's, we we about to go back into the into some other shit for real. It's about to be beautiful. They it's going to be meaning behind a lot of this shit. And I think especially like marijuana, marijuana and psychedelics, especially psychedelics. Yeah, but marijuana is going to be something that you're going to be using on a daily basis to heal you, if you're using it right. And I think you know, on a social and a party level, you know, once it becomes more legalized, I'm sure probably in the states where it's legalized. Hell, I know even when we went to Atlanta, like we went to a hookah lounge, and it was basically like a weed lounge. Oh yeah, that like, was, was yeah. No, you remember we went to that actual club, and there was girls literally just smoking like right beside us. Like it was, yeah. They were just literally just sparking in the middle of the club. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like the first time we went, we went to the ones and uh, we went to that lounge in Buckhead. I put out that big ass backwood, and then uh, next thing you know, everybody was bro, was passing. That shit was crazy. Yeah, probably won't be passing nothing around, but yeah, you know, you go somewhere, you bring your own by, you know, bring your own weed and shit. Go there, you can play video games, watch the watch the game, eat. You know, meet some bitches, meet some niggas, you know, with a hoes. Yeah. You know, get some drinks if you want. That's what I'm seeing. Shit where you can kick back and build with people. Not that, you know, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be different, you know. At least if it ain't, I'm going to make some shit like that. It's shit. Word. But um, I did want to take, I wanted to speak about this uh, one thing about the cryptocurrency thing, you know, and I don't think it's, I ain't really been seeing a lot of people talk about this. I don't know if you have you was aware of this. Um, but it's been a lot of shit popping off in the space, man. I don't know, man. Y'all, it's been a different giving away money like it ain't like it's been like it's you know free, basically. Yeah. Um I want to speak on this protocol or uh, speak on, you know, uh speak on this thing that had had just uh popped off with uh this certain protocol called Uniswap. Um Uniswap is it's a it's a web page Uniswap.org 
but they call it protocols, but it's like a web page where you go on there and you can swap Ethereum tokens. Okay, so Ethereum is like it's like Bitcoin, but it's it's its own um it's, it, it's its own token, its own protocol. Yes, it's, it's one it's, it's, it's one of the major ones, right? Well, one of the most is. popular ones, I would say, right now. Ethereum technically is the biggest because Bitcoin is Bitcoin is the it's it's the original one. That's why it's still in people's minds. And the good thing about Bitcoin too, though, is it's it's literally decentralized, but it really ain't as decentralized as it used to be. Um, but when really, if you're in the space, you understand that it's really, it's a couple kings, but really the big king is Ethereum. And you are starting to understand that why, why Ethereum is so, the motherfucker, bro, Ethereum is going to be bigger than, than Amazon. Um, people are talking, Ethereum is, yeah, bro, Ethereum is, is more important than you can, than people could imagine. They're already talking about, they're going to use the, now they got a platform and a, and a token. A token is different than a platform. Token is, you know, what what you can use on the on the platform to pay for what they call fees to help the, the platform, you know, to keep the shit stable, shit like that. But let's talk about the platform. They got a platform, a whole platform where you can trade what they call ERC-20 tokens. ERC-20 tokens is just a type of token. And basically all that really means is just, it's a type of token that's like an Ethereum token. The thing is, the Ethereum protocol is so fucking massive. It's thousands of ERC-20 tokens. So they had this thing called Uniswap come out in earlier this year, like I think June or July, I believe. Like they had a they had a, a web page, what they call a protocol. But basically you can go on there and the problem with Ethereum is they have these things called gas fees. So the thing with digital currencies, cryptocurrencies is they're trying to basically make it to where settlement can go immediately, where basically if you send money, the person receiving the money can literally get that asset immediately instead of how right now when we we send money, it takes like three days. It takes a long ass time. They have to literally send that that amount through a plane or through mail uh, to that bank or whatever. So that's what it's supposed to help. But the problem with the Ethereum protocol is one, it's massive, but two, is it gets the more people that uh, that are on Ethereum using you know different ERC twenty tokens the more congested the network gets. The problem with that is with the old Ethereum is that you have to pay what they call gas fees. So it ends up defeating the purpose of the, this one is a big, big, big negative. Basically what happens is the network is getting so congested that you were having to pay like, so to send like $20 from a wallet. So say if you wanted to send $20 from Coinbase to your ledger. I'm, I'll use an example. I wanted to send some chain link from, you know, my uphold to a ledger or whatever. And basically I got end up, I end up, I think I end up sending like 80 or something, $80 worth. Uh-huh. And just to send, just to send $80 worth, they charged me like 10, 10 or $12. That's in gas. Yeah, fees. that's, that's crazy. Insane. Fucking insane. So they came out with this protocol that's something called Uniswap. And you've been probably hearing different shit. If you're in the space, you've been hearing like sushi swap, honey swap, different things, different things through the Ethereum protocol where you can swap tokens out. And what this, what's important about that is Uniswap allows you to trade Ethereum tokens, but for like no gas fees. Like it ends up being like, whereas it would have been like $10, $12, it ended up being like $2. 
with Uniswap. It's a game changer, basically. Well, I didn't understand that until recently. Because, I mean, this shit is, man, this cryptocurrency shit is, this why I ain't been talking about it, bro, because it's moving so fucking fast. I'm talking about on a, on a 12-hour basis. The shit is moving so fast, dude. And at the end of the day, it's still, it's, it's so much easier to get scammed. It's so, dude, dude, this is why I told y'all oh, about yeah. this shit. Those, those, those fucking addresses and shit. Like, bro, it's gotten so much more complex. Niggas have not been, motherfuckers have been doing shit like, now they have the Uniswap webpage. They making fake webpages. The motherfucking shit look identical, bro. Identical, dude. Like, so at this point, I haven't even really been, I've been really been conservative, conservative, because it's gotten, it's gotten much more deeper than YouTube uh, scams. I'm talking about, bro, they got this one scam where on, on your ledger, you'll check your ledger, uh, your heart, your hard wallet or whatever. Yeah. And I had this one. I haven't gotten scammed since uh, er, I got scammed early in the year. I, and I was so glad I got scammed early in the year because I knew it was going to get real like this. But I was looking at this guy here and said he got scammed. But I noticed it happened to me, too. But I didn't I didn't fuck with it. But somebody has sent me a little bit of XLM to my ledger wallet. I was like, "What XLM? They don't send. They don't send you rewards or nothing like that. Right. They don't send you. You don't. They don't send you no staking or nothing." So I was like, "Why did they send me that?" And I remember I thought I had lost a whole bunch of XLM. I thought I had. I thought I had lost and got my addresses mixed up and lost it. But what happened was I had actually sent it to the ledger, but it hid. It hid itself. So like a month ago, I went on back on my ledger, uh, and I it un unhit itself. So like, bruh, I dog, I was bruh, I about passed out, bruh. I was so happy that that shit happened. But anyway, I had had these transactions that had happened throughout the last few months, and somebody was sending me free, like it was only a small amount. It was like like three or four XLM tokens. I was like, all right, what the fuck they sent me that? I was confused. I didn't pay attention to it. Fast forward a couple months. I'm reading through the comments on one of my one of these crypto dudes. And this guy said that somebody had sent them. This is how they scamming people on this with this one. They sent them a small amount of XLM. He clicked on the web page and it looked exactly like the XLM, the Stellar Lumens website. He put his address in. Long story short. Yeah, once, you put, that, yeah, once you put that address it's, in, it's a wrap. It's over. It's over. Over. Wipe this account out. Woo! Dog, I was like, bro, it's getting complex like that. But so yeah, just be on the lookout. But the, the Uniswap shit, I, I was getting to a point. Uniswap, basically, you go on there, you if they they fix the gas fees. Well, if you use that before September first, they gave you twelve hundred dollars. Now I'm not talking about twelve hundred tokens. They gave you twelve hundred dollars worth of Uniswap tokens. If you go on Coinbase, Uniswap is now available. Uniswap, they made a protocol, but then they made the token afterwards. So they finally released the token in like September, like 19th. Well, if you use that protocol, even if you went on there and they said, even if you had a failed transaction, which means you went on there and you tried to just see how the protocol worked, that you did a transaction and it failed because you didn't have the right amount. Whatever, on their on their little ledger or whatever, it had to show your, your wallet address. Even if you went on there and did that, you were eligible for $1,200 worth of Uniswap tokens. And the the token actually when it when they put the when they uh, when they uh, released the token it started at three dollars the last I checked it was like four dollars and thirty three cents it went all the way up I think to like eight dollars 
So if you use that, they you had a value of tokens that was up to like seventeen hundred dollars. Wow! They basically gave these niggas a stimulus off of just using the crypt. So this is what's popping off in the space. So basically, they're giving away free money. And I said this too. I said they're gonna do something to make people try to come over into the space. And I think it's it's starting with these airdrops. They they're using these airdrops, basically giving free money, and they end up being basically the same amount of, as a stimulus. So I wanted to bring up another one that I was told about called Uswap. Not Uniswap, Uswap. I haven't done it yet, but I was going to work on that tonight in, in, in the morning or whatever. And basically, it's this protocol that's one of the swap protocols, but they're going to drop $1,000 worth of tokens October 31st. Now, some people are saying this is a scam, but they were saying that the Uniswap, they're saying all these other, other shits is a scam, which rightfully so, it's a lot of scams going on. But you got to do your own research. Always remember, and never let nobody know your private keys. Never let anybody know. Don't let your mom or nobody know your private keys. And put that private key up. Because even if you pay for a ledger, you're not even really paying for that ledger. You're paying for that piece of paper with your private keys. So never let anybody know your private keys and never send an send a, uh, address. Nothing like that. Just that. If you keep to those fundamentals, you'll be fine. But it's called swap. And you know, I wanna. I didn't get the. I didn't get the Uniswap. I could use that twelve hundred dollars, bro. I really could have used that. And they said it really. Yeah, it was legit. And it's actual. Uh, it's a token on Coinbase now, so it's legit. Uh, so it's another one called Uniswap. They said they're gonna give you a thousand dollars worth of tokens. It could be, you know, probably a little less. Could be a little more. But they're gonna drop their token October thirty first. You just gotta, you know, sign up and download an app and do all this other stuff. Do your own research. Sure. Not financial advice. Do your own research. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, no, nah, that's that was yeah. what I'm gonna work on. It's you swap, not uni swap. You swap. Yeah, it's, be careful. Yeah, fitting that they're uh, they're dropping it on Halloween. You know, trick or treat. So yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and they got another one called Flare. This is the this is an old one, but they the Flare Network. This is an airdrop that they're gonna release. I think December. Fuck, it's in December. But if you have XRP, which is another token, if you have XRP, you have to. Now this is a little. It was a little more. It's a little more complex. But if you know how to follow directions and shit, and you know a little bit about, you know how to follow directions, you'll be fine. Basically, yeah. You gotta follow directions. But basically, you gotta do all these different tags and all these, all this other shit and going. You gotta. Bro, that's like 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 some low level computer programming bank shit, bro. It made me feel like I was bro, I was really in that shit. But it's called the Flare Flare Network. They're dropping. They're airdropping. Uh, tokens December, but they're they're airdropping token their token the flare token one to one to the XRP token. So that means once you you know tag your XRP wallet address or whatever, say you had you know a thousand XRP. Well, when the flare token drops, you're going to get at least a thousand flare tokens. Here's the thing: not everybody believes in it. Not everybody's doing it. So. It's going to be at least one to one, but it really might end up being like 2.5 to one. Yeah. Two to one. So when it drops in December, you might get a thousand, you might get 2,000 flares to 1,000 XRP. Think about that. I think that that's when XRP is going to move. When they drop that flare token that's going to be connected to a one to one, because I think that that flare token is going to come out probably at like a dollar or something. Think about it. If you got 50,000 XRP, that's $50,000. Think about that, bro. Uniswap came out at three dollars or something. 
Yes. Jump that's, on this that's shit. Huge. That's huge. Yeah, definitely. You know? um, I think that's important for people that are looking to invest. Um, if you don't want to get right into like the stock market, I would say go into the you can look into the crypto market because it's less of a risk to jump into crypto because a lot of the cryptocurrency is uh, really cheap right now because it's still it's uh, I mean, it's still a relatively new market. I guess you could say. Um, but when, I mean, when this shit takes off, you're going to wish that you would have jumped on it earlier, you know? So definitely look into what he's saying with like the uni, uh, the U swap, the uni swap, um, the currencies that, what'd you say what's dropping? What's the name of it that's dropping in December? The flare, uh, the flare. Flare. Yeah. Flare token flare. And I think that that, that right there, I think that that's going to be the one like, if, like I said, like I said, if Uniswap came out and dropped their token and it came out, it's at four dollars and thirty three cents. The last I checked earlier today, when it dropped, when they dropped it, it came out at three dollars. If Flair comes out with a token, even if it's fifty fucking cents, think about it. That's already more, that's, that's already more than what XRP is. It's like double. It will be double that. Even if it's even if it's ten cents, even if it's five cents. If you done, if you've been doing what I've been telling you, buying your XRP, you should have a lot of XRP, bro. You should have a lot, even if you're not even been doing that from now until then. You have until I think they give you until November, I think. You you have from now. They're telling you you have now until then. You can still probably get up a big ass bag of that shit. Right. So they do it one in the morning. They come out even if it's one cent, bro. Even if it's one cent. This is extra shit on top of what you already already your XRP amount. Yep, it's, this is just it's profit. Additional, it's additional. So they pay attention to these airdrops because I said it earlier. I said they're gonna have to do something to get a lot of old heads into the space. I got a lot of hell, a lot of millennials. There's only like one less than one percent of the world in this shit, and I think it's gonna be these airdrops. But you gotta be careful. Do your research because you don't want to go through the pain I went through. I'm gonna tell you. I already told it. In April, I got scammed off of one of the YouTube scams off of uh, some Ethereum that I bought when it was $180. I didn't wipe, they didn't wipe my account out. I wasn't that dumb, but I was dumb enough to send some Ethereum, though. And I was dumb enough to send an amount of Ethereum that is a lot. I got it at $180, you know, so it, it was a lot. And it was it was off of the YouTube scam before the YouTube scam before they got real big, and I immediately let people know because I knew I saw where it was going. But now, bro, the scams is on a whole nother level. Man, it's so it's so deep now. Only thing I can really tell you is, like I said earlier, don't share your keys with anybody. Don't send your wallet addresses unless you know. Like with the with these airdrops, you got to do. You, it's better for you to do your research than to just do it real quick. Trust me, you do enough research, you'll know if it's legit or not. Don't just jump into this shit. Do your research. For sure. 95% of the time, you're not sending your addresses anywhere. For the for the for the some of these airdrops, you have to. But even with these airdrops, you're not even sending your private keys. You're sending public keys. That's a lot different. Public keys, everybody can see that. They can't, nobody can take your money off of your public key. You just gotta do your research. So yeah. All right. I just want to speak on that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, um, the only other thing that I want to mention, because I I hinted at it at the beginning, before we 
I guess we close out this episode. Um, as I, it was, I had mentioned the, the, uh, the Tory thing, the Tory situation. And I was going to, the, you know, when I, I seen that he, uh, and then we, you know, for the people listening, obviously I'm talking about, uh, Tory Lanez. Um, I remember we talked about this before and I'm pretty sure you said something along the lines of, you know, wait, wait, watch when he, this, uh, you know, this, this, this carries out for a while and then he's going to drop an album. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's exact. And, you know, he was getting bashed for months upon months upon months. People calling him, you know, terror, you know, just demonizing his character, you know, um, other rappers saying they would they want to see him get locked up and shit, you know, and it's it, it's crazy to think how <clears throat> he drops this album, which I'll say this, um, and it's I'm going I go into more detail on the other podcast, but I'll say this, I think it's his best work to date. Mm, that's interesting because I was seeing people were saying they, they thought it was trash, which I thought was interesting because I think he makes damn good music. Well, I think a lot of people are. I, see, I think a lot of people are biased with their opinions because I feel like a the lot. Emotions. of Yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of people that are agreeing with um with Meg's side is saying you know they're trashing it before even listening to the album because this album is pretty much his whole response to. The, the 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 public uh outrage you know his whole okay. it's pretty much the whole album he's talking about it where he talks about them being in a relationship he hints at him maybe having a relationship with her best friend which might have caused the the shooting to take place and um he also talks about you know what happened that night before they got into that argument and um I, I think it's his best work to date, you know, um, in terms of rapping, singing, you know, uh, somebody just, somebody I went to ECU with, they, I said, I think this is his best work. I remember they unfollowed me that night, but you know, I, I don't give a fuck at the end of the day because I'm going to say what I feel regardless. So I don't follow them on everything. You know, the mute, the feeling. You ain't got your emotions locked up in this shit. Yeah, gives you I already a, know this shit. It's a fucking game at the end of the day. I'm just listening. I'm not even stating what side I'm on. I'm just saying I'm listening strictly to the music. And I think it's his best work to date. And people want to say, he, you know, why would he drop this on the day of the Breonna Taylor charges and shit? I'm like, bro, like, if you've been listening to what he's saying in the album, He's not even bashing her. He's not bashing Meg. He's just saying he's just stating his uh his side of the story. And also he talks about Brianna and he talks about um the stuff that's going on right now. And not just in the industry, but just in real life. He talks about He don't have to talk about that shit. He don't. And he also You don't have to fucking talk he also about said it. A portion of the proceeds from the album are gonna go to her foundation. So he damn sure ain't gotta spend no money. That's the, that's the, we we a joke, bro. But, we a joke. Here's the, we a joke. Here's the thing, though. This gets into a deeper conversation about the destruct the um the demonization of the quote unquote black man, because 
we said for the longest when we first were talking about this. We don't know what the, the truth is. And there's more stuff slowly being revealed now that's suggesting it didn't happen the way everybody thought it happened. And I've already put my own spin on it and said, this is what I think happened. I'll say it here. I think he was in a relationship with her for a while and he was also sleeping with her best friend. They say four people was in that vehicle that night that the shooting took place. Tori, Meg, her friend, and his bodyguard. I think what happened, why he had a gun on him, is just because, I mean, this dude threatened, let's not forget, he threatened to expose his record label at the end of last year. You remember that? He threatened to expose I remember that. He threatened to expose them on social media. He said if they don't do, if they keep bullshit, if they keep playing with him, he's going to expose what's really going on. He went quiet for like a week or a couple of days after that. He didn't do it. And then let's, let's, let's fast forward. He's independent now. Oh, and by the way, he has his masters. Tory Lane is an independent artist. This album he dropped is independent. He has his masters. You're looking at a billionaire and uh, Kanye who's online posting his fucking contracts from years past. This dude don't even have his masters. And he's a fucking billionaire. But this guy right here threatens to, uh, he threatens a fucking label, one of the biggest labels in the world. And he also ends up getting off the label and owning all of his masters. You don't think they felt some type of way about that? You don't think that so, plays all into this? It 100% plays into this. It 100%, without a fucking doubt, in my mind, it plays into it. And Meg is a part of it. Shit, I seen, I saw, man, I looked on some fucking rumors and shit, bro. Like, they were talking about she was allegedly drinking goat's blood and shit. Like, bro, like, I'm not even bullshitting, bro. Like, her, her, her mom passed away. Grandma passed away in what? A couple months part, apart? And then she blew up. And then all this other shit happens. Beginning of the year, her old label. She was beefing with her old label, right? You want to know what's crazy about that? Her, her label, her old label was, um, by the, was uh, started by a, a professional ex-baseball player named Carl Crawford. How come not even, I think it was like a month or two after they had their dispute about her uh, leaving his label and going to The Rock, you know, to Jehovah. Um, somebody ends up, uh, 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 somebody ends up dead in his uh, pool. Mm. In his yard, in his backyard. I think it was a child too, if I'm not mistaken. Now, all of these weird things are happening around this this woman you know and that's not to take anything away from what she's doing you know we talked about the WAP song and shit and her influence yeah she's major right now she's got the influence like of a Nikki at her prime right now but it's a lot of fuckery that's going on around her and this situation is none it, you can't this situation is just another example of it so I'm not saying that I necessarily believe that she wasn't shot, but I think I'm not necessarily believing he was the one that did it at the end of the day. 
And I'm also thinking to myself, this is where my mind goes into work. If he, if there's four people in the vehicle, a gun goes off. He's pretty much a, uh, saying on the album he was in a relationship with her and possibly was sleeping with her friend. She found out that they had slept together. They get into an argument after drinking uh, the entire night. She pulls out his gun in the car, or he put. I don't know why he would pull out, but maybe him or her. They the gun gets passed around, or and this is why I think happened. I'm thinking possibly she had the gun and fucking pulled a cheddar bomb and mm. let the let the the gun went off all by accident. And she was pointing the gun towards the floorboard, and it ricocheted, and bullet fragments went into her foot. So that's what that's how that explains the, that foot picture that she posted on IG. But that's what I think possibly happened. I'm not saying that it did happen, but the more I think about it, it, it just it just makes sense to me, you know. And he's vehemently denying it. Saying she knows it wasn't like that, and he pretty much alleged he pretty much alluded to taking hush money. Because think about this, Chris. Like, oh no, shit, Monquay, my fault. Think about yeah. this. How we talked about how, um, uh, the killer, the the dudes that killed uh, Breonna Taylor weren't charged with actually uh, killing her, but were charged with shooting around the vicinity of her her neighbors. How come if this man shot her, why didn't he get charged? Ritual. And it's all connected, man. It's it's a it's a ritual on the on the black on the black woman. Why didn't to make he, it... why did he not fucking get charged if he shot you? I don't give a fuck if you are uh, supposed make sense. to be a ride or die. And you didn't snitch on him initially. Then you went on IG and snitched on him for mil- in front of millions of people. I don't give a fuck. This man is a black man, a rapper. They would have fucking publicly lynched this motherfucker. Like they're going to investigate that because he had a gun. Period. And somebody got shot in real life. But <laughs> but yet he but yet he hasn't been charged. That's all I have to say about that. I just want to get your take on it because um. Cause yeah, dog. When he dropped that album, it just confirmed what I already thought that it's this. So all right, I'm gonna take it back because I I don't think one or two things is, has happened. One, he actually he asked he basically you know conjured this shit up by speaking on it last year by saying you know he was gonna expose the label and they was like okay well fuck it they they pulled him into a ritual that he basically didn't want to be a part of. That could be a possibility, but I think what I, what really happened is he said that last year in, pre- in preparation for all this. Year. They they just they, that's how far ahead they can be sometimes. Um, that's how I'm looking at it. That was the start, that was the start of his album rollout. Yeah, yeah, yeah it started this like basically this not and not just that they're trying to prop and it's all connected. They're trying to prop uh, Meg the Stallion to be the she even said she wanted to be the next Beyonce. And, and again, with that black woman shit, like you said. You remember she was saying, you know, I'm a black woman, man. I, they, we got to, they got to protect us and shit. 
she's playing right into that that shit that's going on right now. The division of black men and women and just reality and so and uh online reality. You know, yep. with with how black women are saying protect black women and they're demonizing black men on a daily basis because they feel like we don't protect them and shit. And Meg was trying to lump this shit, this bullshit in with that. And I, I see right through it. I saw right through it initially and I see right through it now. But yeah, you can uh, continue with what you were saying with it. Uh, um, yeah, this is, it's just a bigger reach because you got to go back, got to go back to what I was saying about our mentality, the energy that we feel inside is what they use to basically can, to control this, control us basically. So if they can come out with a court case that they know is going to be basically an atrocity, uh, we're gonna we know we're gonna charge you. You know we they understand that they're not gonna charge you. They already know what's gonna happen. They know it's gonna be an atrocity. They know that backlash, that energy that comes from them basically saying that verdict and all this shit. And when they come out with this news, they're using that energy to control us. And it's goofy because we still believe. Once again, it's not like shit ain't happening. It's just that you got to really be able to discern through what's real and what's not. Um, right. And with the, the Meg Stallion shit and the Breonna Taylor thing going on, even though her boyfriend, they said her boyfriend was trying to protect her. The overall theme is to try to basically make us down here choose sides if you believe in it. You either choosing Toy Lane side or you choosing Meg the Stallion side. You either choosing a black man side or the black woman side. But the thing is, their whole goal is to not to have the black man here. This yeah. is what this, this is the whole point. That not to have the black man it ain't about the black woman. It's you not. Know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna sound disrespectful. It's not like it's not about like we gotta. It's not about it. <laughs> That's Wait. the reality. They're not fucking gunned down, bro. Like, but here's one thing I, I wanted to add before you you continue. I saw a fucking headline or some shit. It was an excerpt from from an article. I have to look it up or send it to you if you wanted to see it. But they pretty much said something along the lines of saying black men are the 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 white people of black society or some bullshit. It was something crazy, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like. Yeah, I mean, this this further goes into their mindset of wanting to erase us in, in total, you know, saying that we aren't even who we are in our own society, you know, and yep. and the dominant society is already, people already have an issue with the dominant society and the white male, so trying to lump us in with that and saying, well, we don't want them, we don't want you either. You know, but I just wanted to add that in real quick. At, at the end of the day, it's like you know, I'm not gonna say it's not about the black woman. I'm because that's 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 wrong. What I want to say is, what I want people to understand is they don't under the whole the whole point of this reality is to diminish the power of the black man. Um, that's the whole point. Um, if you look at a lot of the what's going on, it's the result of the the level of destruction that has been placed onto the black man, not the black woman. You know, this is where, because you got to think, the black man is the one that's been locked up. The black man is the one that's got, that's the, that's mostly, mostly getting gunned down. It's, it's happening on all ends. They, it's genocidal. And they got, they got another level of water. They're, they're facing. It's not, I'm not saying we're the only ones that are not, that's facing the battle. 
Yeah. Uh, they're facing a battle as well, having to raise men, basically. Yeah. A woman, a woman can't raise a man. This is why, you know, homosexuality is rampant in our in our um in our demographic. You know, we are under under attack on all ends, but we gotta have the we gotta have the our own woman understand that it's like they don't, it's like they're they're not understanding of nigga. Basically, they need us more than we need them, my my nigga. Like if you don't have anybody to protect your society, to protect you, that's going you are nobody. Gonna, yeah, and I, I know I know people uh you women can't do it. I know women hate hate to hear that, you know, the ones that claim to be so independent and shit. And you know what? I think it's I think it's great that women in general, not just black women, but women in general are getting their own bag nowadays. You know, I love seeing shit like that. I love seeing women doing their own thing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like not it's having to, not having to look to a man, you know what I'm saying, to get shit done or having to be his uh submissive and shit like that. I like women that are in power too, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I also like women to understand that you can be as independent as you want. You can you can have as much money as you want, but at the end of the day, and people, these I know if you you go in that alternative shit, you know lifestyle, you ain't gonna fuck with this, but you're going against nature if you're straying away from a man. And not having that support, that male uh, presence in your life. Hey, I love seeing women, again, I love seeing women get money and shit like that. I love seeing that shit, you know, as having sisters and stuff. And, you know, one day I, I, I do want to have a, a daughter at one point. I want her to have the same opportunities I, like I was afforded, you know what I'm saying, if not more. But at the end of the day, and I know... These the people that live in the alternative lifestyle, y'all not gonna fuck with this, but you're going against nature if you don't have a male presence in your life. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be as independent as you want, you can have as much money as you want. At the end of the day, there's always gonna be that one thing missing if you don't, if you keep trying to push us away, you're going against society in a sense. Uh, but nature at the deepest point, you're going against nature because. A society needs to be ran by a man and a woman. But the woman, you know, a woman can do her thing, but it, there's always got to be, I feel like there's always has to be a male presence there, period. You know? You got to do that balance. A lot of women, shit, I look at these, I look at certain women online and shit that's got money and stuff. I see them even say, you know, they got to learn to submit at certain times. And Are shit. they on the I see a bitch with money. It's like okay, you, you, it is what it is. Niggas got money too. It's not that big a deal. Like usually, usually they got. Usually they the shitty. They the worst one. They even work. They the worst one. Usually, usually. I mean, I went out one time last year myself. I went to the hookah lounge. And I was going to catch my Uber. There was these two bitches, or uh, three females walking or whatever. And all she was, one of them was just talking about how she made seventy k a year or whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking, but you work like me too. <laughs> 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 what the fuck they gotta do? We 
Me too. Like, <laughs> what? And I'm thinking, bitch, what are you like besides that? What like look, niggas making money? No, you making money on in the market. You making money now? You're not making money based off no fucking salary. What? What? You still like that's not no real money, like right. Just thinking, I've been thinking about that recently. I just think about that. When you brought that up, that brought that context in on both sides. You know, if you have a nigga with no game, or you a simp with no game, and you get money, you just gonna be a bigger simp. You are gonna be worse off than you was before. Yeah. So, but that goes back to what I'm saying about it. Is you got to know your role. I believe in roles. You got to know your your essence. Yeah, and there are there are two genders, by the way. Yeah, you know, I, I fully I believe that. You know, you got to know your essence and understanding your essence will make you not just your, 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 your sex, understanding who you are as an individual, as, as, as that person, you know, as your person. So that, that's what we're lacking in this society. I think we jump in relationships too quick. Um, I think For we sure. do a lot of too quick. We got to figure out who we are as individuals first. I'm understanding that, you know, we don't even know who we are. We got, we're so distracted on so many levels. We go through this life never really understanding who we are. So we never really can figure this shit out, especially when it comes to relationships. So, I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot different too compared to what our parents and their parents had to go through because they have so, we have social media. And mm -hmm. it's like every day you see people. Men, women going at each other, man, girl, women ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Or, oh, yeah, this relationship goes, this relationship goes and shit like that. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this ain't real life, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you are so infatuated with social media that it's warped your mind to perceive this as healthy. As yeah, this is what a, a relationship is supposed to be like. Yeah, if my man ain't doing this and this, if my man ain't got the bag, if he ain't buying me fucking uh, Balenciagas and shit, if he ain't throwing it, I seen a nigga give his girl a hundred thousand dollars cash at her birthday party, and girls and women like hell yeah, he my man better be doing that same shit or whatever. I'm like yo, like you a sucker. I'm like, I'm like bro, okay, you want to spoil your girl. Uh, like on her birthday, cool and shit like that. But to give her a hundred thousand dollars cash, not just give it to her, he was throwing it on her like she was a fucking stripper. And also to put it on social media, I'm just like, man, is anything real anymore? Like this niggas shit, in the comments with the ski mask. Yeah, I'm like, bro, like I just don't, I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. It's like I'm thinking to myself, it's like, bro, I don't even know if I'm ever gonna post my next relationship ever. Like, I don't, I just don't like social media like that. I don't care what people think. Really? Like, trying to, you know, like, I mean, that shit just weird. It's just so phony. Like, just like Facebook. Facebook the worst. It's like, I don't care who y'all niggas are fucking. Like, I don't care, bro. Like, I don't, don't care. At the you end put of a day, relationship that, picture up at the, right I next to you know your one time. Just one time. Yeah. My girl from last year, she didn't even really want me to do that shit. I did it anyway because I wanted to do it. I ain't never did that before. I'm not, I don't see myself doing that again. Like, I'm like, bruh, like, putting out a relationship. Yeah, just letting people know, yeah, I, I get bitches and shit. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's not, right. it's not, 
about that at the end of the day. That shit's not real, bro. Social media destroys a lot of relationships before they even start. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? It really does, bro. It really does. And people be what? You don't know what. They looking at, they giving you probably negative energy. You don't know. You never know, man. You never know. Like, that's why I, even when I was in one for like two years, I didn't post nothing but like a handful of pics. And it'd be every couple months. Wouldn't even be nothing like on just her either. Just be some other shit. Yeah. Man, you can't really have that shit up there like that, man. Because it ain't meant for that in my opinion. Like, bro, you should be busy enough to where you ain't even really got time to be on there. It's what I'm really understanding. Like, I'm really understanding. I need to be busy. I need to be busy where I don't even want to be posting, bro. Yeah. I need to be so busy. I don't even be even need to be on social media. I'm understanding this pandemic shit really got me understanding that purpose shit. I'm understanding that sleep is just all how all what your body needs. What the bare minimum is what you what you need to be up doing shit, bro. You need to be up reading, working out, and researching all kinds of shit instead of damn bullshitting, dude. I'm understanding that. Once I once you figure out who you are, then you can, you know, dib and dabble in relationships. I'm not nervous. I'm I'm not saying. You know, you know, your hookups and shit, you still do your thing, but understand your purpose, you know? Yeah. Understand you can't bring somebody, you can't bring something to the table that you don't have. You got to understand, you know, based on that, you got to work on yourself. So. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's a good wrapping point uh, for this episode. You know, the. The anchor execs, they didn't want us to talk too deep. You know what I'm saying? They, to, <laughs> they cut us off multiple times. Yeah, we see it. We see it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, like, do, do you have anything to say in closing or? Um, big thing, I was want to well, I was wanted to talk about that airdrop because I, I want people to get that money if it's, if it's legit. Do your research about that. They've been doing hella airdrops and uh, Coinbase Earn also has a, they've been dropping hella quizzes. I think I got an alert earlier today for, uh, you can get $6 in Maker. Maker is a type of cryptocurrency for free by just doing the quiz. I'm going to do that after we get off the phone. And they had one about two weeks ago that they dropped called CeeLo. So they do that, they just, you know, they do that like once or twice a month. And uh, CoinMarketCap has this Earn program too. They got they have an earn program. You can earn, you do a quiz and earn cryptocurrency on there. Um, besides that, uh, I don't think so. I, I you know, I, I get, last thing I guess is don't stay vigilant. One, vigilant just means, you know, stay, stay pushing forward. And two, um, you know, start to continue to disconnect. Because I think a lot of what's going on is we've just been disconnecting. We've just been disconnecting from that shit. Slowly but surely. Start slowly disconnecting, you know. Put the cut the TV off. Um get off of uh shade room and Yeah, man. That's something I need to that's something I need to do. I'll be going up there like once a day. To, once a day just to laugh, bro. I just go out there to Bro, laugh. it's it's like, too entertaining. It's too entertaining, but I think, you know, I, when I stopped doing it, I started to understand like this is actually spiritual warfare on my mental, man. Some of the shit you read on there is it's still 
It reinforces shit that ain't true. Oh yeah, you know? they 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 reinforce a lot of negative stereotypes on us, like for sure. Yeah. So I'm saying, you know, a lot of that when we we put our energy, you know, in that stuff, though. We, even when we put our energy in a lot of these rituals that they're doing, like even the sports. Me personally, I'm a Seahawks fan. I still haven't even caught. Bro, I was gonna, mm-hmm. yeah, I was gonna say, bro, Wilson looking like the MVP, and they looking like a challenger for the. The, the Super Bowl this year. Well, you know, this is going back to what I was saying about us really uh, just starting to disconnect and understand and and, and, and Jamachia and these rituals and shit. You can never forget the first case of coronavirus was in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Patient zero. Yeah. Patient zero. So that may have been the second. You know what I mean? That may have been that Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They play on that type of level. They play on that type of level. So I said it before. How we get Jamal out like I think we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's the year of the black quarterback. We got a black quarterback. You know, so the first patient, uh, the CB was in Seattle. That's where Bill Gates from. You know, like, it's just all kinds of shit lining up. So that's why, I mean, I ain't even really paying this shit no attention. It's, it's boring to me. And yeah. same with college, college football. Like, you, it's, it's like we can, we got the energy to see through the bullshit, basically. And it's becoming more or less interesting. So, that's a part of disconnected, though. You know, I, I understand. I can still be a fan and not watch the games and shit. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I know about my sports. Yeah. If I don't know nothing about this shit, I ain't caught on to it. It ain't about what I know. It's about other shit. It's deeper than that. Yeah, I know. Like I said. And yeah, I know you're a huge uh, Seahawks fan, so just to know that you're not even really caring that they're doing great right now is just letting you know where your headspace is at. I mean, yeah, my, my shit, I'm, I'm looking at this shit like, man, this shit is just seem like it's just fishy. It's set up. It's like, I feel like it's, it's deeper than I can imagine. And I think a lot of it is just big ass rituals. Ain't no different now than when they was in the Coliseum, except for now I think that they're doing it on a higher level. They got media and technology. They're doing it on a deeper level. Uh, so just, you know, stay vigilant and um, what was the other part? Stay vigilant and Disconnect. Start to disconnect. Start to disconnect, and with that disconnection from the matrix, it becomes you working on yourself as well. And that's the two big things. Because I start to realize the more we've been disconnecting the last few years, really been disconnecting on a conscious, on a global scale. And I think that that's what's led to a lot of this shit. Because they need our attention. On they need our attention and our energy. They need our focus to do what they need to do. But if we're not focused on it, it ain't gonna matter. They, these niggas would just, they're going to just disappear. Watch. If we don't focus on that shit, they, these motherfuckers would just disappear. Watch. Yeah. It's going to be wicked. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy, but, and it seems simple, but basically the disconnection, find different ways to do shit that we've been doing all, that we've always been doing. Find different, a new way of doing everything. That's how I'm looking at it. For sure. That's, that's all. Um, I'll say in closing for me, man, uh, you know, with this this pandemic still going on, I think it's important that you you try to find things that you you try out things in your free time that you wouldn't have if you if this wasn't going on. You know, like say like on the weekend, you know, usually you would be out with friends going out for drinks and stuff like that. Instead of doing that, maybe try reading a book instead, you know, or try exercising that uh over the weekend or you know trying to learn in a, a new language or some shit you know what i'm saying like we've been in this for over seven going on seven months now 
And if you haven't learned anything during that point, then I feel like you are, you've wasted a, a lot of time, you know. And I know time is not time is not linear, but it still is important regardless of whatever path you do take in life. You know, it's important to know that you did something that mattered when the going got tough. So I would say, yeah, I would just encourage people to try different things. You know, um, you know, if you don't feel like you're a creative person, you know, still, still try to tap into that. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know what you could find. Maybe you could find something that's not a hobby. Well, that turns starts out as a hobby, but could become your career, you know, um, you know, using different outlets to, to voice your opinion, like how we're, we're doing you know, with different things that we're doing um, and and getting, and getting it right on the business side, you know, it's a lot to think about. But, yeah, just, I would just say to try different things, you know, that you wouldn't have tried before this pandemic happened and just to, you know, try to, you know, be creative, you know, find new hobbies and stuff because the old way is not the way, honestly. So, yeah. And, um. Yeah, on that note, you know, as always, you you know, if y'all if y'all enjoyed this this episode, if you didn't enjoy it, you know, let us know in the comments on uh, our sound our SoundCloud page, which is Divine Council Podcast. Um, also, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on SoundCloud at Divine Council Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Divine Council Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Divine. And this podcast is available wherever podcasts are streaming. So pretty much all the major streaming platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and many others. So, yeah, you know. Now, get- I wanted to add this as well about the Twitter account because I know I'm in control of it. And. I'm going to try to make it to where that's going to be basically like my primary account. Cause mostly like mostly what we talk about is what I think about and what I mostly post on my Facebook. And then if I do post on Twitter on my main Twitter account, it used to be, you know, 10, four haddish or whatever. But, um, now it's just more so like funny shit. So yeah, I, I just I, need somewhere to post. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you definitely can do that with that account. Cause I yeah, just, I just, get, all I do is troll on my Twitter account, and I just be bullshitting on mine. So, yeah, but I don't, I, don't I, I like to actually post. Like, I, I like to have shit where I can post on a day to day basis the shit that really matters instead of that bullshit. Because, like, usually I'm only bored when I get on there, but I'm only bored. I'm very rarely bored like that. Like, I'm very rare, so I'm not really on that shit like that. Right, but. I like the post, so I can. I'm gonna I'm you know, just be on the lookout for the for the Twitter to be more active. I'm gonna try to make that my primary account. All right, for sure, for sure. So yeah, be on the lookout for us on uh, Twitter at Podcast Divine. You know, we'll be more active in the future with that. And uh, yes, you know, um, if you fuck with the podcast, you know, give us a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, that a five star rating that that helps with visibility with the podcast to get more people to listen and um yeah you know as always i like to leave the listeners with uh, a quote and this quote is from dalai lama the uh 14th 14th dalai lama 
And the quote is, there is a saying in Tibetan, tragedy should be utilized as a source of strength. No matter what sort of difficulties, how painful experience is, if we lose our hope, that's our real disaster. So, you know, we're just going to keep moving forward and, um, again, bringing that quality content. And this concludes episode 53 of the Divine Council podcast. Peace.